Yo, what is good, Sixer Nation? Welcome on in to another edition of Philly Take with RB. That is right. We are back live again. Feels good to be back on the stream, man. Live reacting to NBA free agency. That is right. The annual Philly Take with RB free agency reaction show where we give you the live updates, the live reactions, the live news and rumors. And this year, we obviously have a huge twist as we are monitoring the James Harden trade situation. We will break all of it down right here on the show. We'll get some of your thoughts out there. We'll open up the phones. I am excited. I am pumped. It is going to be an interesting night. Ladies and gentlemen, kick back. Make some popcorn lock in because we have a lot to get into, man. Shout out to everybody out there in the chat. Once again, Philly take with RB. RB on the one, man. Hit the like button if you are out there. Drop a comment right now in the chat. Let me know you're in here. Shout out to the channel members. Shout out to the constant supporters. Shout out to everybody tapping in from Discord. We are everywhere, man. Be sure to join the Discord. Let's go. Be sure to follow on Instagram. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. All those links and handles down below in the description. Shout out to our partner of tonight's show, Mint Mobile. Guys, go check out Mint Mobile. Links down below in the description. They are running a special. You have a little bit of time left, a couple weeks up until July 14th. 50% off of the unlimited plan, plans as low as $15 per month. Check out Mint Mobile. Their link is down below in the description. Switch to Mint today. How is everybody feeling, man? It is free agency Friday. Shout out to them for having it on a Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We await the start of free agency. According to sources, there's already 15 deals to drop at once. Imagine Woj's tweets right now in his drafts. Imagine Shams. They're going to be... Boom, 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 right at 6 p.m. I love it. One of my favorite days of the year. And I love coming on here to react and discuss and chop it all up with the people out there, man. You guys have been absolutely killing it on the content, showing love, man, tapping into the videos. We're back on the live streams. We have a lot more coming up. Summer League this week. We'll be breaking it all down. I need everybody in here right now to smash that like button. That way we can push this show out to more viewers. We'll get a good crowd in here tonight. How's everybody feeling? We got Elite Comp tapping in with a $5 super chat. He says, big Harden fan. He is who led me to watch RB, but just because he leaves doesn't mean I will stop watching RB. Let's go. Shout out to Elite Comp, man. It's been so long since we streamed that everybody that drops a dono needs a siren, man. I, I, I'm, I'm siren deprived right now. I need it. But shout out to Elite Comp and shout out to the Harden stands who maybe found this show through being a fan of James Harden and are sticking around for the long haul, man. We have a lot to get into regarding James Harden, Tobias Harris, the Sixers team. I dropped the video yesterday as I was literally out the door. The, these news bits... Come out every time you're about to go do something. But I have so much extra that I want to add on. So if you're in here, man, we have some things to get into. Let's shout some people out in the chat real quick. We got my guy S. Dot in here. Jamie Slack, Philly Shad, Shaquille Poe Platinum, 
Better Nights. Who else is in here? Aunt C, Kenny Smith, Kenny the Jet Smith, channel member. What's up, man? He says, everyone calm down about Maxi not extending now to save room under the new CBA. We will get into that. Secret underdog, mod squad holding it down. Marsha McCollum, what up? We will get into all of it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, thank you all for being here, man. We are, what, what time is it? 532 Eastern. We are sitting 28 minutes away from the start of free agency, and we have a lot to get into. I need one favor from the people in the chat other than hitting the like button. If any bombs drop, if any huge news pieces drop, you know the drill, man. One man show. I can't monitor everything. If a big news bomb drops, drop a Woj or drop a Shams in the chat, whichever you prefer. All right, let's get into it, man. So we got a huge news uh, reel today and last night, I guess like the last 24 hours. And I want to start off with Tyrese Maxey because that's where the chat is taking us. And here's what Kyle Newbeck put out. He says the latest intel on the Sixers free agency plans, including a big detail. The Sixers are not expected to extend Tyrese Maxey this summer, according to sources familiar with the situation. Uh Oh, everybody's losing their minds. Is Tyrese Maxey leaving? We'll calm down for a second. We'll break down what this means. Legendary Boars member for 25 months is what up, RB? Let's get this free agency started. Shout out to him, man. Thank you for being here. So Kyle Newbeck drops that bomb. Sixer fans are losing it. And then, of course, Brian Windhorse, man. I got a lot to say about Windy. We're about to enter the deal zone 2.0. But, Windy, you got to chill, man. Windy is going to single-handedly raise blood pressure of Philadelphians. He is out here spewing these little tidbits left and right. Uh, yo, Wendy, is a, he's, he's got like a flying saucer. He's just throwing these things out there, man. You got to chill, Wendy. You got to chill. He says the Sixers could trade Tyrese Maxey in a deal to get Damian Lillard. We're going to get them more of what Brian Windhorse had to say. But let's go ahead and, uh, and take a listen here, just to a little clip here, of what Brian Windhorse had to potentially say about Tyrese Maxey being included in a deal and maybe as to why he is not signed. Let me ask the chat as well. If Tyrese Maxey had to be included in a deal to get Damian Lillard, would you do it? Yes or no? Drop it in the chat. Let's hear what Brian Windhorse has to say. One thing I will say, I know Ramona a short time ago reported that the Sixers were not going to extend Tyrese Maxey this summer. You want to know why? Because they might trade him. And it's because, you know, he would be a potential piece in a Dame Lillard trade. Wow. If, if, if you look at the teams that have interest in Lillard, okay. um, Miami, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, maybe New York, Tyrese Maxey is a very interesting piece amongst all those teams. He stands out. He is a potential all-star at that position. The Sixers would potentially have a great opportunity. And if they were able to trade Harden for pieces that could sweeten the deal, it would be interesting. But if the Dame Willard trade doesn't ever, request ever doesn't ever come, and it looks like instead he might be preferring Miami and Philadelphia can't get in on it, that may affect how fast that, uh, that, Harden, uh, that, that the Sixers handle Harden. So this hmm. is why it's a circus. Brian Windhorse is out here throwing bombshells, man. He needs to chill on the Tyrese Maxey talk because essentially what Windhorse is trying to propose is that the Sixers trade James Harden, they get a haul of assets, they pair those assets with Tyrese, and they go and get Damian Lillard. Here's one problem, Wendy. Dame doesn't want to leave. He's happy in Portland. He's never leaving. 
I wanted Dame Lillard on the Sixers three years ago. I wanted him on the Sixers two years ago. I wanted him on the Sixers last year. I'm done wanting Dame Lillard on this team, man. He does not want to leave Portland. I'm calling it right now. He will not leave Portland. He does not want to leave. Everything can be lined up perfectly. Everything. All he has to do is sign the paper and say yes. And he won't. Dame will not leave Portland. So I am off that bandwagon at this point. Astro World member for 24 months. He says, Clippers really think we're not getting PG for James Harden. We will get into that, man, because it has been a whirlwind of, uh, of reports with the James Harden stuff. Trust me, the, the best is coming, man. All right, so let's, let's dive in real quick so we can wrap up this Tyrese Maxey stuff. So Kyle Newbeck put out an article with a bunch of stuff, and I want to talk about what he had said in regards to Tyrese Maxey. Because, again, Sixer fans are losing their minds. What does this mean? What does this mean? It doesn't mean much at the moment. So Kyle Newbick says here, the Sixers are not expected to sign Tyrese Maxey to an extension this offseason, according to sources familiar. This is not viewed as a condemnation of Maxey or a reflection of how the team values him with the team continuing to view Maxey as a long-term core piece. The lack of an extension would come down to the flexibility Philadelphia can maintain by holding off on a deal, potentially clearing a pathway to another max slot next summer. You know, I was joking about this on Twitter earlier today, but you know Daryl Morey is going to ask Kai, and if no team can return a, a valuable package for James Harden, do the Sixers then shift their focus to, let's go with Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid, maybe pick up some expiring salaries, pick up some young pieces, and get some draft capital, and maybe even trade Tobias Harris. What if... Daryl Morey then decides to move James Harden, move Tobias Harris, get draft assets so the Sixers can finally have some, get a young piece or two, and then in 2024 have a huge amount of cap space and now even more based on this situation with the cap hold of Maxi to go out and splash big around Tyrese Maxi and Joel Embiid. Could that potentially be an alternate route for Daryl Morey and the Philadelphia 76ers. The one thing I am a little bit concerned about with this in terms of Tyrese Maxey, because I, again, I think he wants to be here. I think the Sixers want him here. Is that dang agent, Rich Paul? If you don't know, Rich Paul represents Tyrese Maxey, clutch sports, and you never know what can happen if you're dangling over the ledge a little bit. You know, you're, you're, you're playing a little bit of a risky game here. Sure, Tyrese wants to stay, but you never know what Rich Paul is going to do, hence Ben Simmons. And, uh, you know, what if things went completely south? What if things went completely off the bridge? What, what, what about then? What if Tyrese Maxey wanted to leave then? Interesting. Interesting thoughts here. Newbeck says, in the increasingly likely scenario where the Sixers move James Harden this summer in return for supportive pieces... Philadelphia believes they would head into free agency next offseason as major players on the market to buy his expiring contract. Depending, depending on the pieces that come back for James Harden, the Sixers could be looking at a scenario where they have considerable cap room to significantly upgrade the team, inking an extension this offseason for Maxi before that point could impact the flexibility. So right now the reports are they still want Maxi. They're not going to include him in trade talks. Of course, you got Brian Windhorst out here throwing these ideas around. Maybe if the right opportunity came along, 
But Tyrese Maxey right now is viewed as the future of this team. And I don't know if people want to move him or not. Rick Bennett, member for 33 months. Yes, sir. Shout out to Rick. He says, if Harden stays, will it affect the chemistry? Absolutely. 100%. James Harden cannot stay on this team. And I will tell you why in just a second. But that is the latest on Tyrese Maxey. So the flexibility aspect of it is what is hindering right now. And, and the Sixers are not likely to give Maxey an extension this offseason. So hopefully things don't go completely out of the way. Now I want to talk about James Harden. We got 20 minutes to go. If you guys are in here, guys, 370 people. We don't have 100 likes. What's going on there, man? It's not equating. Let's push this show out to a ton of viewers. Everybody right now, take a second, hit the like button. Let me know you're in the chat. We'll shout some people out. I want to talk about James Harden, man. Because again, yesterday I gave my initial thoughts. We have a lot more information that came out. In addition to yesterday, if you were sleeping under a rock, James Harden opting into his $35.6 million option, working with the Sixers on a trade out of Philadelphia. Now, I've been talking to multiple people today. I've been texting a bunch of people. Nobody's been able to answer this question for me. Why does James Harden want to leave Philadelphia? And, and let me not stop there. My point being is that this whole offseason, we talked about the Sixers. We talked about the Houston Rockets. It was either opt back in with the Sixers or opt out and sign a two or three year extension with Philly or go to Houston and let them pay you 50 million or whatever it is. Let me tell you this right now. If you saw the video yesterday, right? Keith Smith, who is a, a cap expert, literally laid it out for us. James Harden is not going to be signing an extension. He is going to be playing on his player option this upcoming year that he opted into at $35.6 million. Due to signing with the Sixers last year, it is not going to be a trade and then get extended. So James Harden is going to play on a player option for one year. Why is he leaving Philadelphia? I would understand if he opted out, signed with Houston outright, and got a three or four year deal. Absolutely understand. But why is he trying to get out so bad? Well, this came out last night. According to the source, James Harden is extremely upset at the way in which the Sixers handled his possible free agency and has made his dissatisfaction clear to the organization. What the heck does this mean? The only thing that I can draw up in my head is that James Harden took a pay cut last year of what, 14 million, I think it was, 12, 14 million. And he's sitting here going, well, I thought you were going to reward me this offseason. And Daryl Morey stood on his ground and said, nope, sorry. Got to make the team better. James, you're my boy. And shout out to Daryl Morey, who I've given some criticism to this offseason so far. But he stood his ground. What did I say in the first video after the, the season ended? Daryl Morey needs to separate friendship from business. And that is what he did here. That is what the Sixers brass did here. James, we're not giving you a four-year contract. Nobody's giving you a four-year contract, which again is why I'm confused because if James Harden is going to be playing this year on a player option, why would he not stay in Philadelphia where he knows the team, he knows his role, and now with a new coach, by the way, he got Doc Rivers fired. <laughs> he got Doc fired. He didn't see eye to eye with Doc. Nick Nurse comes in. 
and now he wants to leave. To what? Go play with the Clippers? Are you going to get more of a role with L.A., with PG there and Kawhi Leonard, two guys that also get injured? Are you going to show up now in the playoffs and win a championship? I just don't understand. He is a much better fit with Joel Embiid. So I, I just, it, there must have been a, a you know, I, I don't know. There, there must have just been a falling out at some point. Or maybe James Harden did indeed meet with Nick Nurse. And Nick Nurse told him, yo, you're going to have to move the ball a lot. You're going to have to play defense. And Harden said, ah, I'm good. I'm good. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened. Because if James Harden, again, is going to have to test free agency next year. He is going to have to test free agency next year. Why, why is he opting out? Or why is he opting in, excuse me, and then asking for a trade? Did James Harden bank on himself? Did he go out and explore and think he was going to get a max contract and nobody gave it to him? I, I have not been able to get a clear answer on this situation. Is he mad that the Sixers did not reward him for taking a pay cut? Let me tell you something, James. Last year is last year. If, if you feel that way, you took a pay cut to get P.J. Tucker and Daniel House, that is on you. That is on you. And the team still fell short of their goals, and people are frustrated, and even your boy Daryl Morey is tired of messing around. So, no, they can't give you $47 million when you don't show up in multiple games in a playoff series. You're injured every year down near the end of the season. It is what it is. It is what it is. In addition to that, we have a quote here from Evan Sidiri. He says, the Sixers made it clear throughout the process that the franchise did not see a long-term future with Harden. Philadelphia seemingly never wanted to make a multi-year commitment to keep Harden. What did they want to do? Exactly what I said. A two-year deal with a player option or a team option on the second year. The fact of the matter is that James was not getting anything more from any other team. He was not getting it more from any other team. But again, I don't like they're they're reporting that James Harden could potentially come back. No, no, there you can't come back from this. You can't. We have seen what James Harden looks like when he is disinterested, when he has already tried to request out. And again, I will say this James Harden has been the best point guard that Joel has ever played with. James Harden had a great season, you know, and then in the playoffs, obviously everything fell short for everybody. But, you know, what people say about this guy that once he's unhappy, he's just ready to pack it up and go. It's showing its, its true colors right now. It's showing its true colors right now. Like, he's just ready to be out. No reparations, nothing. Did he even talk to Joe well? Probably not. Probably not. So, again, I, I put this here on Twitter. You know, James Harden did not opt out to sign with the Rockets. He opted in to facilitate a trade. There is some, there's some type of falling out or he did not see eye to eye with Nick Nurse. Something like that happened for James Harden to want to leave right now. And now they're talking about the Clippers. They're talking about the Knicks. What do you think is the best James Harden trade option out there? We're going to get to the phones later on because we're about to hit free agency soon and we have some more things to talk about here. But what do you guys think in the chat? What is the best return? What can the Sixers get for James Harden because originally the first thing that came to my mind was Paul George but apparently the Clippers will not include him in trade talks however Daryl Morey is raising the bar Daryl Morey does not want to settle for less so this could potentially draw out to be like a Ben Simmons situation they talked about the Knicks I said the only person I'm interested in on the Knicks is Jalen Brunson 
Don't give me Julius Randle. Don't give me R.J. Barrett. I want Jalen Brunson, and the Knicks would be foolish to do that. So there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. Like I said, Windhorse wanted the Sixers to, to target Damian Lillard. Dame's never going to leave. Then we got this report last night. The Heat expected to show interest in James Harden. Who are you getting back for Miami? Tyler Hero? Could you ever imagine Jimmy Butler coming back with Joel Embiid? It would never happen, but man, it would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. Don't see that really happening. I don't see James Harden going to Miami. That would be a terrible combination. He would not be interested in the game at all. And then you have Brian Windhorst saying this on Twitter. I would not be surprised if we see Kyrie want to investigate what's going on in Philadelphia. If James Harden moves out, if there's a window for him to come in. Should the Sixers be interested in Kyrie for the 5,000th time, in my opinion, no. No. I do not want any parts of Kyrie. I do not want any parts of Russell Westbrook. I do not want any of that. No, no, no. Kyrie, the basketball player, would be absolutely incredible for this basketball team. Kyrie, the person, though, no. Everywhere he goes, it detonates. And now he's going to leave the Mavs with their hands tied behind their backs. No thank you to Kyrie Irving. It's crazy because we don't really know what Tyrese Maxey, I guess, is going to be. You know, can Tyrese become that point guard and facilitate, you know, for this team? Obviously not nearly as good as James Harden right now, but can he develop that skill and evolve into that star, right? This is now Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey's team. Can they evolve together? Because if so, I mean, we know that that Maxey has so much experience already and all this stuff. He's got to take that next step now. And I think Nick Nurse is going to try to utilize him Let's go. a whole lot more in the offense. We've wanted to see Maxey and Bede pick and roll. We've wanted to see more volume of touches with Tyrese Maxey. And now we're finally going to see it. Because at first I was like, all right, they're going to try to get a wing back. They're going to try to get another star. And I'm sure Daryl Morey is trying to do that. But nothing is really out there available. So James Harden kind of just left it out there in the blue. And it's like, man, I think at this point, maybe the best option could be to get draft capital for James Harden. And now another question is, is Tobias Harris going to stay as the third option? Can Tobias be utilized better in a Nick Nurse system with the ball in his hands? I think he might stay now. But if they both get traded, then why not stack up on draft capital? There's a lot going on here, man. It seems like 2024 offseason, next offseason, is going to really be the one to cash in where the Sixers hopefully get two slots to play with. $5 super chat from Mr. Roddy Poo. He says, with the Suns pulling Landale's qualifying offer and Rachel Nichols tweet, Toby trades soon. I don't think Tobias is going to the Suns, man. It's just, it's illegal, according to Kyle Newbeck, you know. Pompey put the stuff out there. Newbeck clarified that it is actually not even possible with the new CBA. I've read up a lot more on the new CBA. There's still things I have to look into. Uh, it is complicated, and I don't even know why the Suns are taking the approach they are, but they better hope it works out. The Suns don't have a draft pick till 2030, so they better hope it works out, man. And now... Before we get to free agents here, we have nine minutes to go. Shout out to Kenny Smith as well, member for 20 months. He says it would have to be a three-team deal. Speaking of three-team deal, what would we think about a three-team deal involving the Chicago Bulls? Because I have been on this since the beginning of the offseason. I've always said the Bulls make the most sense in terms of a destination. 
yeah, you can throw the Clippers package at me, right, with, you know, Covington and Powell and, you know, draft picks and Terrence Mann. That would be a nice package for sure. And that would kind of lean the Sixers towards, you know, getting a bit younger and quicker, adding more role pieces, and then going next year into free agency and trying to add another big player if they can't get Paul George. It doesn't seem right now, according to the reporting, it can change at any point that the Clippers want to deal Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. But PG, out of any of those, would be my top option. And I know people don't like PG, but I think with Maxi and Embiid, he'd be a very good fit. It's just, can he stay healthy? Just like every other superstar. But the Chicago Bulls pose a very interesting situation. And Jake Fisher here says the Bulls could emerge as a destination with Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan's names. And, you know, I've said this for, what, weeks now? DeMar DeRozan is going to be on an expiring salary. You could try to swap those two. If it doesn't work, he can walk. You can do whatever at that point, sign and trade. And then you have Zach Levine, who is essentially in his prime and can bring a lot to the table, can make this team a lot more athletic, can be an off-ball player, can knock down shots, probably a little bit better, you know, in terms of where he's at in his career than DeMar DeRozan. It's just, I don't know, again, what the Chicago Bulls are doing. I cannot figure it out. They went out and they re-signed Nikolai Vucevic to three years, $60 million extension. And then they have DeRozan, who's on an expiring deal. They have Zach Levine, who is constantly being brought up in trade talks. And then they have Lonzo Ball, who might never play again. I don't know what the Bulls are doing. Somebody try to explain it to me. Maybe, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. All I'm saying is that I could definitely see this being a realistic possibility based on what Daryl Morey likes to acquire, which is star power, and where they are at in terms of their contracts. As Jake Fisher says here in his latest article, Daryl Morey has already been active in exploring the trade market for Harden outside of just dealing with L.A. and the team's obvious interest. Sixers are at least projecting a patience to the process, similar to how they dealt with Ben Simmons. And Chicago would be a potential trade partner with Zach Levine and DeRozan in mind. I definitely could see that being a lot more likely uh, with Daryl Morey. So let me know what you think about that. All right, we got six minutes here. We'll wrap up some of this talk. We'll get back into it later, but here's a proposed trade from Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer. What do you guys think about this, man? Clippers receive James Harden and P.J. Tucker, and the Sixers receive Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, and two first-rounders. Is that fair or no? Would you do that deal? Is this the best trade package out there, the best proposed deal? I'm not going to make any proposed trades until we get more reporting on the situation. But what do you guys think about this? And is there any other proposed trades that you would be interested in? Again, we will get to the phones later on, but we're about to live react to all the deals. Again, if you've never been a part of one of these shows at 6 p.m., there's going to be about 15 signings that get introduced at one time because all these things have happened already. They're just not allowed to talk about them until 6 p.m which makes no sense, right? You have these rules in place and everybody breaks the rules. I don't get it. But anyway, we're about to get into it, man. It looks like the the chat likes this trade. I think Terrence Mann would be an interesting piece next to Maxi, And I think Norman Powell could be a good role player. I'm not a big Roco guy, but adding the draft compensation would be huge. The Clippers apparently have interest in P.J. Tucker, according to Jake Fisher. They have a long-standing regard for Tucker. They've also apparently expressed interest in Tobias Harris separately. So again. 
There's so many moving parts. So many different things going on, man. So we'll see what happens. Now, one trade we do have earlier today, before we dive into it here, Joe Harris traded the Pistons for two future seconds. Also, the Blazers waived a young player. What does that mean? I have no clue, but this kicked off the day, and we have five minutes here, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys are in here, hit the like button right now. We got 600 people. Let's go. Let's go, man. Get those likes up, man. Thank you all for being here. Philly Take with RB Free Agency Reaction Show. And we are getting here underway in just four minutes to announce all of the signings. Give me your thoughts in the chat. What do you think about the Sixers? Now, I do want to point out here, it does seem, according to Kyle Newbeck, that the Sixers are going to be fairly quiet today. However, we should get more on the James Harden report. Here's what Newbeck said. Philly expected to be fairly quiet. Their most likely returning free agent is Paul Reed, who the team tendered a qualifying offer to. Reed may explore the marketplace, but the uh, expectation remains that the Sixers will retain him. Now, this is what he says, though. It's a mixed bag for the rest of the roster, and it sounds like the Sixers could be losing all three from George Niang, Jalen McDaniels, and Shake Milton. That would be tough, man. You're going to lose all your bench guys? I know they're not the best, but... And, you know, these, some of these guys can at least bring something to the table here. And they're cheap options. You're going to lose all of them. Apparently, George Niang has the most value. And that's surprising. I thought Jalen McDaniels would be up there. But you traded Thibel. You traded a second-round pick to get Jalen McDaniels. And now you're going to let him walk? I, I don't know. I don't know. It all depends on, again, where they're at in terms of the cap situation are they going to surpass the first tax apron? Are they going to surpass the second? There's a whole lot with this new CBA. And it's going to be interesting, man. McDaniels, it's likely he'll be part of a second or third wave of free agents after the immediate rush. Daryl Morey said when he traded for him that they wanted to bring him back. So I don't know, man. This is going to be interesting. And we're going to get a lot of news here coming very shortly. What will happen with Brooke Lopez? What will happen with Fred Van Vliet? What about some of these names, right? Obviously not like super, superstars, but I think Fred Van Vliet is going to kick off the market because they've talked about Van Vliet going back to the Raptors. They've talked about him going to the Rockets, uh, to this team, that team. The Pacers are a huge team to watch out for. There's a lot going on, man. A lot of these teams have some cap space. What will happen with Kyle Kuzma? I think that's another big signing. Let me go ahead and uh, pull up Shams and Woj, and we'll get ready here. We got two minutes to go. Real quick, before we jump into all these free agency reactions, let me give a quick shout-out to our partner of today's video, Mint Mobile. Shout-out to the partner of today's video, Mint Mobile. If you out there are similar to everyone else in the world who has thought to themselves at one point, why is my wireless bill so high, then Mint Mobile is for you. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for as low as $15 per month, and you don't have to sacrifice any coverage speed or data. They're built on the nation's largest 5G network and keep costs low because they sell directly to you online, cutting out the retail stores and salespeople. Why should you pay more than you have to for access to the same network? You can go and use that money to treat yourself to a Sixers game or even buy a new jersey. All Mint Mobile plans include unlimited nationwide talk and text plus lightning fast 5G and free mobile hotspot. They even offer super affordable family 
family plans with as little as two lines. And switching to Mint is super easy thanks to their digital eSIM cards. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your home. And if your phone isn't eSIM compatible, Mint will actually ship you a new SIM card free of charge. The whole process will only take about 15 minutes. And if you get stuck, Mint has a great customer service team to help you through it. So if you are interested in reliable coverage and fast data for a fraction of the cost, go to mintmobile.com slash Philly Take. You can go right down to the description of this video and click the link, or you can scan the QR code on the screen. Shout out to Mint Mobile. Check them out down below in the description. Let's go. It's 6 p.m. Here we go. Time to refresh. Drum roll, please. Everybody drop a like in the chat. Hit that subscribe button if you're new. Here we go. Let's refresh on Woj. Who's going to win, Woj or Shams? Oh, wow. Woj has not uploaded anything yet. Woj is trying to get the salary cap numbers out. What's going on, Woj? Something's going to happen here. I feel it. I feel it. Yo, they have not announced one signing yet. What is going on here? Are they on a different time zone? What's going on? Are they slacking? What's going on, man? It is 6 p.m. Free agency has officially began. What the heck, Shams? Woj, come on, man. I'm about to go on to my general page and start, start looking for some signings. What's going on here? Ah. <sighs> Dude, did Woj and Shams fall off? Let's, let's go on to my, my regular page here. As many as 15 deals are already done. Well, where's the 15 deals? Where is the 15 deals at? Chat saying Woj, chat saying Woj. All right, let's go back to Woj. Let's go, let's go. All right, let's refresh on Adrian Wojnarowski. And there we go. We got the first signing. Let's go. Free agent forward. Draymond Green has, a, has agreed to a four-year, $100 million contract with a player option in the final year to resign with Golden State on the first day of free agency. Wow. Four years. Isn't Steph Curry's deal up in two years? I thought they would try, you know, try to align that there, like a, a three-year deal maybe with a player option or two-year deal, but four years for Draymond Green. I knew he wasn't leaving Golden State, but wow, $100 million, 25 annual for Draymond Green. I like how Woj retweeted it too. Like, is Woj going to tweet these out or what? Or is he taking that draft approach where he's like, all right, let me just sit back now and just retweet everybody else's stuff. Is Mark Spears the new Woj? Let's see, man. Let's refresh here. Still nothing else, man. I know they have all these tweets lined up in the drafts. Golden State is not breaking that core up until the wheels fall off. Shams got this out late, man. Yo, there's no way. <clears throat> there's no way that they're getting these out this late. Shout out to Draymond Green for getting the bag, man. He doesn't even need to play anymore if he doesn't want to. He's got his podcasts and all that. Guys, 650 people in here. Come on, man. Drop a like. Drop a like. Let's get it up to 600 likes. Why not? Why not? 
I'm about to end the stream, man, if they don't start announcing these signings. What's going on here? Is Twitter broken? I remember Woj said that uh, his Twitter freezes up and he has to restart the app because he gets so many notifications. Oh, wait, we got breaking news. <laughs> Doc Rivers is a potential candidate to replace Jeff Van Gundy at ESPN. Yo, on the same day that NBA free agency starts, ESPN started tanking. ESPN started tanking. They fired everybody. Doc Rivers making his way. Yo, I predicted this. I said he was going to be on TV as an analyst this year. Is Doc Rivers going to be commentating games now? Is he going to be the main guy with uh, Mark Jackson? That's some interesting stuff, man. Hashtag independent media for the win. Doc Rivers. This is the breaking news we're getting right now. This is the breaking news we're getting right now. Doc Rivers expected to replace Jeff Van Gundy. All right, man. Let's read some comments. Suns Geek, what's up, man? Shout out to Suns Geek. Sixers need to run it back. <clears throat> we got Vinny from Brazil. What's up, Vinny? John said, going to be so annoying listening to Doc Rivers on TV. All right, we got another signing out of Chris Haynes. Free agent Trey Lyles with Rich Paul of Clutch Sports has reached an agreement to return to the Sacramento Kings. Trey Lyles is headed back to Sacktown. Woohoo. I feel like we're just warming up at this point. I feel like we're just warming up at this point. We got Lebanon in the house. We got Brazil in the house. Both Van Gundy's annoy me, says Gary. We're out here getting Trey Lyles and Doc Rivers updates. <clears throat> got the chat saying Woj. We got the chat saying Woj. Let's see what we got. Woj is coming through in the chat. Let's see. Oh, bang. Karis LeVert has agreed on a new two-year, $32 million contract. LeVert had career highs on three-pointers and makes last season. Some people thought he was going to get traded, man. A little bit of an awkward fit. What if James Harden had a sleeper team in Cleveland? What if they tried to go out there, man? Because you had those Tobias Harris rumors, which probably didn't even happen. But Karis LeVert returning to the Cavaliers for the time being on a two-year, $32 million contract. We got Trey Lyles, Karis Levert. Let's see what else. Drew Eubanks. Drew Eubanks has agreed to a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. Is this what we're going to get now? Is this the type of free agency night we're going to have? What's going on here, man? I got to take a break, man. Come on now. You're telling me they don't have these lined up in the drafts? You're telling me they don't have these lined up in the drafts already? Come on, man. Come on, man. Looks like they're going one by one. Their internet connection is on a dial-up right now. What's going on? Oh, bang, here we go. Wow. There it is. There it is. 
Kyle Kuzma has officially committed to losing, but he's got a bag. Kyle Kuzma cashes in on a four-year, $102 million contract to return to the Wizards. Wow. Kuzma took a shorter deal with the Lakers three years ago, and now he cashes in after a career year with the Wizards. That is crazy. Why would the Wizards do that? I'm sorry, man. That makes absolutely no sense from the Washington Wizards standpoint. They're out here trying to rebuild, and yes, Kyle Kuzma is a very good player, but $30 million? I was just starting to give them some credit as well. I was just starting to give them some credit as well, saying that, all right, they're stacking up some some picks now and some assets. Then they go pay Kyle Kuzma $30 million? That is crazy, yo. That is crazy. All right, we're getting like 5 million uh, signings right now. Hold up. Give me a second. Give me a second here. We're, we're getting like 10 signings at one point. Now they're finally coming through. All right, let's go back. We're, we're getting so many so many updates right now. Okay, now we're, now we're rocking and rolling. Now we're rocking and rolling. Okay. So Kyle Kuzma headed back to the Washington Wizards on a four-year, $102 million deal. We have Torian Prince, whose option was declined. And now he is going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Torian Prince picked up by the Lakers. Wow. Wow. I think that's a pretty good fit for Torian Prince. He's a he's a pretty good uh solid role player. I could see that deal working out pretty well. I don't know what the terms are, but Torian Prince to the Lakers. Chat's talking about Bruce Brown. What's going on with Bruce Brown? Did he get signed? Cause they were talking about <laughs> DeAndre Jordan. Is going back to the champion Denver Nuggets. DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> Remember last year when they signed him two seconds into free agency? They signed him two seconds into free agency last year. DeAndre Jordan is going back to the Nuggets. I'll give that one a like, man. I'll give that one a like. Kobe White headed back to the Chicago Bulls on a three-year, $40 million deal. That is confusing to me. We were just talking about James Harden for potentially uh, DeRozan or Zach Levine. What are, what are the Bulls doing, man? They re-signed Vucevic, $60 million, three years, and now they bring back Kobe White. Is Lonzo gone, I guess? like Are they going to be able to move that contract or Caruso? I would love Caruso on the Sixers. Keep your eye on the Chicago Bulls, man. Very interesting. Yeah, we're getting all these updates right here, man. Where's where's Bruce Brown? People keep saying Bruce Brown. Here's another one. Josh Akogi reached an agreement to return to the Phoenix Suns. They're going to need all the, the cheap players that they can get in terms of salary-wise. 
Let's see if we can search up Bruce Brown. Wow. Bruce Brown is signed with the Indiana Pacers. Shout out to Michael Malone, who, while he was pissed drunk, said Bruce Brown is going back to the Denver Nuggets. He said, no thanks, coach. I helped you guys win a championship, and shout out to Bruce Brown. I was never high on him as a player, but he is a jack-of-all-trades. He was a perfect glue piece for that team, and now he cashes in. That's what happens when you win. That's what happens when you win championships. Wow. Wow. So Bruce Brown going to the Indiana Pacers. What do you guys think about that, man? Wow. I want to see what he got here, man, because earlier today they said the Pacers could offer him $20 million per year. So he probably got a bag. He probably got a bag. Woj bomb, Woj bomb. All right, let's see. Keita Bates Diop has agreed to a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. All right, so that's what the Suns are doing now. We knew that the that the Suns were going to have to pick up some of these cheaper options. They're going to just have to fill the roster out. So they've already picked up two or three pieces. The Sixers are really just going to do no nothing, right? They're not going to do anything. They're just going to sit here and wait for the Harden stuff, I guess. Um a lot of bombs dropping already, man. This is this is one of the most exciting points of the season. One of the most exciting days. So Bates Diop going to the Phoenix Suns. I don't know if that, you know, how that'll work out. Very cheap option. Guys, we got 900 plus people in here. Please hit that like button. Let me know how you are feeling in the chat. We'll get to some of the comments very soon. Let's get this up to 500 likes, man. Let's see if uh, Shams has anything else. Where are we at? Wrong one. Let's go to Shams. Let's see what we got going on here. Torian Prince, we saw that. Kobe White, Drew Eubanks. Let's see what we got, man. I can't believe DeAndre Jordan is still playing basketball. Shout out to Bruce Brown, man. If I if I was an NBA champion, I would do the same thing. I would just go to whatever team's going to pay me a bag. Whatever team's going to pay me a bag. They're saying Dario Sarge likely to go to the Golden State Warriors. That would be interesting. I'm waiting to see if anything happens with George Niang, Jalen McDaniels, or Shake Milton. Patiently waiting, Sixer fans. Maybe we'll get some more info on a Harden update. Really, the only other big domino now is uh, obviously Chris Middleton as well. We'll see what happens, but I think uh, I think it's likely that Middleton returns to the Bucks. But Brooke Lopez and Fred Van Vliet are really the other big dominoes. So we'll see what happens here. It's crazy how it took them five minutes and then they just started going one after one after one.
All right, we got a little pause in action here. I'm surprised because I feel like the the Van Vliet and Lopez stuff would be done by now. I think the Rockets are going to be a huge pivoting point here of the night because the Houston Rockets have $60 million in cap space. They're looking to fill a couple voids. They had Bruce Brown potentially mocked to the Rockets, but you know, I guess the Rockets just didn't want to offer that much. Looks like the Pacers went above and beyond to get Bruce Brown. So I, I'm waiting to see what the uh, what the cap numbers, what the contract numbers will be for Bruce Brown. But let's see. All right, we got another Woj bomb here, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, the Phoenix Suns cashing in to bring back Damian Lee on a one-year deal. So they got what would they get? Damian Lee, Josh Akogi, Kata beat. Kata Bates Diop. Looks like the Phoenix Suns, man, are uh, are going forward with a plan here. Wouldn't it be nice to have a plan? Everything that we've heard said that yesterday, you know, the the talks with James Harden would progress, and now we're kind of hearing that it could take some more time, and it's just frustrating, man, because until you move James Harden. You don't really know what else you can do, right? Depending on what you get for that deal. Um, but yeah, Daryl Morey hasn't really done much yet at all. I think he's been handcuffed by this James Harden situation. And of course, Harden, you know, of course this news waits until the day before free agency to come out. So it's like, you know, everything's probably in a rush. Hopefully Daryl Morey's awake at this point. But Damian Lee going back to the Phoenix Suns. Speaking of which, shout out to Suns Geek in the chat. If you guys aren't checking him out, Definitely go check out his channel, man. He's covering the Suns and definitely interested to see what he says on this situation. He says, I like the signings. We have a bench now. Rick Lou with the $2.79 Super Chat says, why does Harden all of a sudden become trash in the market? I don't think it was all of a sudden. I think the, the real concern with James Harden is staying healthy late in the season, which then hinders his playoff performance, and they just haven't showed up. I don't think it was ever realistic that James Harden would get that type of deal. I think at one point in the regular season, people thought that Harden might get a three, four-year monumental deal. But when it came time to shine in the playoffs, James Harden did not show up. And I know he had a great game one. He had a great game four. It doesn't matter because he had three other games where he didn't play up to par. And one of them I saw with my own two eyes where he literally played like the second coming of Ben Simmons. And it was frustrating, man. I like James Harden, and I really thought that him and Joel Embiid would be able to continue to connect and mesh. And I really think that Philadelphia is still his best place to rebuild his value to then get a bigger contract. But he doesn't seem to think so. He's going to have to go on a monumental tear in the playoffs, like a historical run to get that kind of contract. And I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's a market. I don't think the Rockets want him. If I was the Rockets, why would I want James Harden at his age for that amount? Why would not? Why would I not take that $60 million in cap space and go build around the nice young core that they're building with that nucleus? And again, as we talked about earlier, if you're just tuning in now, I still don't understand why James Harden wants to leave when he's still going to have to play out one year on a player option and then enter free agency again. We have not gotten an answer to that question. But it is what it is, man. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We got 950 people in the chat, guys. Hit the like button. We are live reacting to all of the free agency drops, all of the news right here. We're keeping you up to date. 
Let's go back and refresh the Woj and Shams portals again. See what they got going on here. See if we have any new news. Here it is. We finally got the numbers on Bruce Brown. We just got it now. ESPN reporting with Malika Andrews. Free agent Bruce Brown has agreed on a two-year, $45 million deal. Wow. Man, shout out to Bruce Brown, man. You know, I'm happy for that guy. I really am. I really am happy for Bruce Brown, man, because talk about being an underdog. I remember Bruce Brown on the Nets. He, I mean, he was almost out of the league. Like, he was not looked at as a commodity at all. He was just looked at as one of those other players. Was he undrafted? I believe he was. Don't quote me on that. Let me know in the chat. I forget if he was drafted or not. I thought he was undrafted. And he bets on himself. He goes to the Denver Nuggets, helps him win a chip, and he gets paid, man. Holy crap. I am not paying 22.5 mil for Bruce Brown, but I am happy as hell for that guy because he got a bag. Dang, man. That is crazy. With the Indiana Pacers, he had to leave, man. He had to leave. Holy smokes. For a, 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 a what, a role player? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Bruce Brown's out here. He's about to pay for the whole team's dinner, man. Wow. What does this mean now for the for the Indiana Pacers, though, right? Because we knew that they had rumored interest in Tobias Harris. And now I could probably see them trying to move off of TJ McConnell and pieces like that. So what if they're willing to move on for some pieces and maybe take on a vet? I don't know, man. Wow, that is a that is surprising to me. The Kuzma one was definitely significant, but for Bruce Brown, who is a role player, to get that much money, I'm sorry, man. That is an overpay. He is not going to be a, you know be able to be worth that much. But I am happy for him. Guys, we need 15 more likes to get this to 300. If you're in here tapping in right now, live with us, hit that like button down below. Shout out to everyone in here, man. Shout out to the channel members. Drop a comment. We'll shout you guys out. Drop those uh, member emojis. Shout out to the mod squad, man. Wow. Free agency never fails. Free agency never fails. I'm just wondering if the Sixers are going to do anything. I remember two years ago, they did absolutely nothing. And as soon as I ended the live stream, they went out and made like two signings. So this is interesting, man. Guys, we got 300 likes. Let's go, man. Get hype in the chat. Get hype in the chat. Pomp Flair, what's up, man? We got Shams Bomb according to the chat. Shams Bomb according to the chat. Let's see. Why am I? Where is Shams at? I don't know how I keep getting off this, man. Shams Charania. Let's see what we got going on here. Bro. <laughs> wow.
Well, I will be darned, man. Oh, yeah, Dame's never leaving, bro. He's never leaving. You can kiss that Dame Trey goodbye. <laughs> Look, man, shout out to Jeremy Grant, former Sixer, former process Sixer. But come on, how does he keep getting these contracts like this? How? Again, I am happy for Jeremy Grant, man. He has turned himself into a formidable NBA player. Five years, $160 million? What are the Blazers doing? What are the Portland Trail Blazers doing, man? Oh, my gosh. $32 million a year? $32 million for Jeremy Grant. Bruh. Nah, that's crazy, man. That is, that is that is malpractice. That is malpractice. Somebody in chat said he's good. Why are you shocked? He's good. Hey, he's not a superstar. Thirty-two million per year. Come on, man. Bruh, I would have gave him maybe in the mid twenties at the most, but thirty-two million per year for Jeremy Grant. Get out of here, dude. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, this is crazy. I, I, I mean, every year I'm shocked with the amounts that these guys get. Every year I'm shocked with these contracts, but this is crazy. Five years, 160. Wow. Nah, this is crazy, man. Again, shout out to Jeremy Grant for getting his money. Rich Paul is out here working magic right now. He's out here working magic. Chat saying Woj again. We got it coming back to back. All right, let's see what we got going on. Troy Brown has agreed to a deal with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Calvin Andrews of Clutch Sports. Yo, Clutch is running this free agency show right now. Clutch is running this show right now. <clears throat> so Troy Brown going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's what we got right now on uh, on Woj. I still can't believe this Jeremy Grant deal. Dame is never leaving. He said, "Resign Jeremy Grant, and I'm staying, man." Yo. He is never leaving, dude. Thirty-two million per year for Dame for uh for Jeremy Grant. Okay, okay. Wow. Rhino says James Harden cannot get a contract, but Jeremy Grant can get a crazy bag. Sheesh, man. I just I don't know how he keeps doing it. I don't know how he keeps doing it. Chris Haynes reporting here that Chris Tapps Porzingis, who was traded to the Celtics is expected to finalize a two-year, $60 million extension. 
What do you guys think about this, man? I still don't know about trading away Marcus Smart for the Celtics. I still think they need a guard, but, I mean, Chris Stapps is a good player. He's going to be annoying to play against. Somebody said, when are you taking calls? We're going to be taking them very soon, man. I'm sure the phone line's probably loading up at this point. If you guys want to call into the show, 508-924-3784. We'll take a few calls here in a few minutes, uh, but... You know, we're just going to keep reacting to these signings because it's just never ending. It just keeps on flowing. Keeps on flowing. If you guys have any thoughts on the Sixers or the NBA right now or just anything in general, tap it in the chat. Call into the show. Let me know what you think. See if we got any more updated news at this point. So if you guys are just tuning in, we talked about James Harden. We talked about the latest on Maxi. Kyle Newbeck did say it was expected to be a slow start for the Sixers here in free agency. Nothing has happened yet because they're waiting on the Harden news. Obviously, you know, Tobias has been involved in trade talks. We will see. We will see. <clears throat> Look at this, man, from, uh, from Swipe Cam. Since Jeremy Grant left the Nuggets in 2020, he has made or signed for $220 million. How does he keep doing this, man? How does he keep doing this? Ah, this is crazy. I need I need his uh I need his boy Rich Paul to hook me up real quick, man. I need him to help negotiate a contract for me. I mean, this is crazy. Wow. All right, man. Let's go back to Woj. Nothing on Max Struess yet that I'm seeing. Chat saying Max Struess. <clears throat> we just got another bomb from Shams here. Reggie Jackson returning to the Denver Nuggets. Two years, 10.25 mil with a player option in year two. So Reggie Jackson going back to the Denver Nuggets. Every team's making moves, man. Come on. As we sit here patiently and await the Philadelphia 76ers to do something, man. Somebody said check out Legion Hoops. Legion Hoops. All right, we'll, we'll uh, check out on that. I would say, what are your predictions, guys, for the Sixers? I say Shake Milton is absolutely gone. I think they end up re-signing Paul Reed, and I think maybe one out of two of Niang and McDaniels come back. But who knows, man? They're going to have to wait for the other dominoes to fall first. Let's go to Legion Hoops, see what they're saying. So we are getting we are getting this here. According to Evan Massey, this was posted on Legion Hoops two minutes ago. Max Struess finalizing a four-year, $64 million deal with the Cavs. This has not been confirmed yet from uh, Woj or Shams. So we will wait to see if that's confirmed. But if true, 
That is a massive signing, and that is a huge overpay. There's no way, in my personal opinion, that I would want my team to spend that money on Max Struess. Just my personal opinion. Had a great run. Miami guy's obviously going to get paid. Gabe, Vincent, Max Struess, etc. Uh, but I would not do that. He was inconsistent in the finals. Happy for him that he got a bag similar to Duncan Robinson. But these teams are obviously overpaying a lot. And again, with the new CBA, it's going to be important to not surpass, you know, not only the first apron, but the second apron now. And you're paying a lot of money. Usually these contracts are are bad on, on the tail end of them. But this is a lot of money for some of these role players. This is a lot of money for some of these role players. $14 million for Max Struess. He got $22.5 for Bruce Brown. I mean, this is crazy right now. I was expecting the Cavs to actually go after George Niang because it has been reported that, you know, George Niang's been on the top target list for them, but maybe they went with Max Struess. We're going to wait and see if that gets confirmed or not. Dylan Brooks is still out there on the market. Sixer fans are getting impatient, man. Sixer fans are getting impatient. Let me see if I can get an update here on like if if the Sixers are trying to like even do anything. There's been about 15 signings already. They weren't lying. They weren't lying. All these deals just start coming through. Are the Sixers even going to make a move tonight or what? Shout out to Speed Demon. He says the players finesse in the game. I mean, they're going out there getting the money that uh, that people are willing to give them. So, Jonathan says, did Maury know that free agency started? George says, I don't understand why anybody would want Dylan Brooks. He's not even a good player, let alone all the BS that comes with it. I agree. The only thing I could think of is that obviously you're getting him now, uh, you know, probably at a discount, even though apparently there's interest in him from different teams. So this is very interesting, man. But I think the what what is the biggest surprise in your guys' opinion so far? We're going to take a call here in just a minute. But I want to know from you guys in the chat. What is the biggest surprise so far in terms of a contract that you've seen? I think the Bruce Brown one at $22.5 million uh, for a role player is a lot of money. Then you got Jeremy Grant as well. So we'll check here. We'll see if, uh, see if anything else happened, and then we'll get to the phone lines. We'll take a couple calls. Oh, wait. Here we go. We got another signing. We got another signing. What? Javon Carter has agreed on a three-year, $20 million deal with the Chicago Bulls. What are they doing? Javon Carter's a decent player, man. I, I liked him out of college, West Virginia, but what is going on here, man? I don't get what the Chicago Bulls' game plan is. Are they going to keep Alex Caruso now? 
This is crazy, man. I, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm trying to digest some of these, man. Somebody said Chicago loves mediocrity. I'm just trying to get some answers out here, man. Are they going to move Zach Levine or DeRozan? Is, it, is that why they're bringing in some of these players? Or are they just trying to go all in? Or I don't know. And I feel like Caruso and, and Javon Carter are both, you know, gritty perimeter defenders. So they're going to pay them, what, similar amounts to do the same thing? Or are they going to play together? I, I just don't know. I'm a little confused on that. I know Lonzo Ball. I don't know if they're going to be able to get like a, you know, a, an option reward or, you know, like a future pick or something if that contract doesn't work out. But I don't know, man. Somebody said Woj again. All right, I'm trying to get to the phones here in a second. Guys, call into the show right now. Call into the show 508 924 3784. We'll take a few calls and, um, yeah, we'll get some of your guys' thoughts going here. But how do you feel about free agency? How do you feel about the Sixers? Let me know. We'll go back to Woj here, and we'll get a uh, an update. Free agent forward. Chemezi Metu has agreed to a one-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. Was that the fourth or fifth player? Fourth or fifth signing by the Suns? Suns are getting a lot of people now. They're, they're trying to fill out that roster, man, before... Uh, before they're left with scraps. I mean, they are kind of left with scraps already, but you know, you got Bradley Beal, you got Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. They're trying to fill out that roster. I don't know, man. I don't know. Guys, we got almost a thousand people up in the chat. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the show, man. Welcome on in. We're live dropping our reactions to these signings. And we'll be having a ton of content as we do every single day. So welcome on in. Somebody said trade to buys for a crumble cookie. All right, let's hope that we can get a break here from uh, from some signings. Let's go to the phone lines and get maybe one or two callers in here, man. And guys, you better be ready on the phone lines, man. Better be ready on the phone lines. We're going to have to go rapid fire here in case some signings come out. But uh, all right, let's go to the 223. Let's go to the 223. Yo, what up? Yo, what's up, RB Phillies? Yo, what up, man? Yeah, I just wanted to say, I, I think Daryl Moore is taking a, a big knock right now. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you clearly. I think I think Daryl Moore is taking a nap right now. I think oh, he's he taking a nap. <laughs> well, he better wake up, man. He better wake up. We got free agency here. Yeah, we got to do something tonight. I'm getting impatient right now. I, I get it, man. Sixer fans are on edge. They're they're antsy right now. I get it. Yeah, I yeah, bro. I just want Harden to leave so bad. Well, your wish is about to be granted. So, <laughs> I'm I, I I think uh, I think Daryl Moore just wants to keep Harden so bad. He's keeping us on edge right now. Nah, he's he's gonna be gone, man. There's no way you could bring him back after that, in my opinion. But we'll see. They gotta find a deal first. Where do you think he's gonna go? I, I don't know, man. 
it all depends what the offers are like. I think Daryl Morey's going to try to pitch high first and see what he can get in return. But he'll probably have to come down eventually. All right, one more thing quick. Yeah. Has anyone ever told you that you look like George Mann? Uh, no. That is a first. Appreciate the call, though, man. Uh, I've not been told I look like George Niang. That is definitely a first. Uh, let's go to the next one. Um, let's go to the 484. 484 on the phones. What up? Yo, what's going on, RB? It's legendary. Yo, legendary. What up, man? Going on, bro. Hey, man, listen, man. If Maury can't get something done, man, he should be a, he's a disgrace. I'm serious. They're overpaying so many people right now. The fact he's not even awake. That's saying something, though. Well, let me let me ask you this, man. If he's if they're overpaying people right now, what are the Sixers supposed to do? You know, they don't have that kind of money to go out and pay anybody, so they need to make a trade happen. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I mean, it's just so hard when you're seeing guys like like you were saying, like uh oh the the uh I'm blanking right now. Like a Jeremy Grant in the world making 160 million. Like, yeah. come on, like we don't even we don't have the room for that, you know? Yeah, it, it was just like on the trade deadline day when guys were getting traded for second round picks, like five at a time. Like the Sixers don't have those assets, so you know I can't blame Maury for going out and just being stagnant right now. But I do want to see what happens with Niang, McDaniel's, and Shake Milton. Yeah, I definitely think we can move on from Niang. Um, he's a great, I mean, I would say he's a great all-call defender, but he definitely, he can be a menace at times. He's a shooter from outside. I want to keep McDaniels. I think he has a lot of upside for the team. He's a lanky player. Bring some, bring some uh, youth to this team, I should say. Can dunk the ball and just stand around the rim. Just flashy player. I like him. Yeah, absolutely. What do you, you think is going to happen with James Harden, though? Do you think he should go or? Man... I mean, the window is so close for Embiid. I mean, he not only has, like, two or three more years, and I just don't know if we have the time to match a whole other all-star player with him. Like, we might as well just keep James around and just run it back, honestly. Yeah. That's the best decision for us right now. And it's really the only thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's not seeming too likely. It seems like Harden's going to be on the way out, unfortunately. So. No, nah, it's a rough spot. But I feel like, hey, we got Embiid on the team. Anything's possible. That man's, that man's a baller. We all know it. That's Hobie steps up and uh, and elevates, especially this year with all the spotlight on him. We'll see, man. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, my boy Maxi, he stays. That man's untouchable. I don't want to hear none of this Damian Lillard for Maxi. I don't want to hear anything. Maxi's here to stay. He's a baller. I hope so, man. I hope so. All right, man. Appreciate the call. Yeah, that's I appreciate it. Keep up the grind. Thanks, man. A lot of callers in the house. We'll get to another one in a second. Trying to see if we get any more uh, updates or news here. Any more signings? People are just talking about this uh, this Bruce Brown signing. They're they're stunned. I agree. I agree, man. Yeah, shout out to this guy, man. Look at this guy right here on uh, on Twitter. Scout with Brian. He said, if Bruce Brown gets twenty million per year. I will eat a living pig live on YouTube. I might have to see what's up with this guy, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you did it to yourself, buddy. You did it to yourself. You did it to yourself, man.
Interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. NBA scout. It's got to eat a live pig on YouTube. That's crazy, man. All right, let's go back to the phones, man. Let's get one more in here before we get on to uh, some additional things. Let's go to the 518. 518 on the phones. What up? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, my idea on the whole trade situation, what I dream scenario, is if they would send Harden to the Clippers, and if you could get a package with Zubach and Terrence Mann or Norman Powell and a couple first-round picks back, um, you know, because we could use Ibach, uh, Zubach as a good backup for Embiid. Right. And then, and then take those packages and trade Tobias for Lillard and then just roll with Embiid, Lillard, and Maxi as our big three. It sounds promising, but the two flaws in there – and we do have some breaking news to get to, but I, I do want to respond to your point here. Uh, Maxi would probably have to be included in that deal, and unfortunately, uh, I'm doing Dame, everything I can to not not include Maxi. I hear you, man, and and Dame will just never want to leave. Unfortunately, I, really, I, just, I think they're overpopulated at at guard now. I agree. and I think they, they would value Tobias because he's a, a veteran and he's a forward. Yeah, you know, instead of Lillard. I mean, they're they're dishing out these contracts like that to Jeremy Grant. I agree, but I just I don't see it happening until it happens. Same thing with the Bradley Beal yeah. thing. But um, yeah, we got. Yeah. I, I got to get to this breaking news, man. I appreciate the call, though. Uh, speaking of George Niang, we got breaking news, man. George Niang has agreed to a three-year, twenty-six million dollar contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. George Niang cashing in with Cleveland. Does this mean that they did not sign Max Struess, or did they? Now, I want you guys to think about this for one second, all right? I was actually talking to George Niang not too long ago, and I I didn't expect him to get a bag like this, man. I didn't expect him to get a bag like this. Shout out to him, man. Another guy that's worked through the trenches, you know, just grinding. George Yang is a solid player. He shot, you know, near 40%. But three years, 26, what, 8 million plus per year? There is no way the Sixers can do anything. There is no way the Sixers can do anything at this point. He's out here, he's out here cashing in like this. <laughs> Chat's going crazy. What's going on now, man? What's going on now? George Yang cashing in with the Cleveland Cavaliers. On a three-year, $26 million deal. We'll get back to that in a second. You guys are going crazy in the chat. Shams bomb? All right, let's go back to Shams. What's going on here? Kyrie Irving has agreed to a three-year, $126 million contract to return to the Dallas Mavericks with a player option in year three. So there it is. I, I thought Kyrie Irving, you know, could potentially end up going somewhere else. And Kyrie Irving now cashes back in with Dallas, right? The the whole thing was, you know, would Mark Cuban end up paying Kyrie? Would he bring him back? And, you know, you lose Jalen Brunson last year, and then you trade for Kyrie, you give up a bunch of assets 
you know, would you eventually make Luka Doncic unhappy? Would you let another guy walk away? But they go out and they pay Kyrie Irving 40 plus per year. That is a huge cash in for Kyrie Irving. He is worth it as a basketball player, but as a player, like as a person in the locker room, I just don't know if you can rely on him to play a full season. And I'm surprised, man, because again, when Kyrie went there, you know, they were what, fourth, fifth in the conference? They ended up falling out of the playoffs. I'm not saying that's all Kyrie's fault, but anywhere he is gone, you know, the, the situation is detonated. And now any Kyrie Irving rumors, whether it's Phoenix or whether it's, you know, even the Sixers or whoever, is now out of the equation. I understand it from Dallas' standpoint because they gave up all the assets to get Kyrie, so they had to bring him back. That's a hefty contract, year three, especially with a player option. You got to hope that he uh, that he's around for that contract. You got to hope that he's around for that contract. But wow. Sorry, guys. My, my phone is like blown up here with uh, with the Niang stuff. So that's one guy off the board. What did I say, guys? A couple minutes ago, I said I thought that either Niang or McDaniels would be back. Niang is now off the board, by the way. If you're just tuning in, George Niang has signed a three-year deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, now it's up to Jalen McDaniels. Can the Sixers bring him back? Are they in that price range? But... Yeah, this Kyrie Irving thing throws off a lot because now I'm starting to think about the Dallas Mavericks and I've heard all these other different rumors, right? They were interested in who Bruce Brown. They were interested in like four different centers. They go out and they draft Derek Lively. Now what do the Mavs do to build around Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic? How is that relationship together? You know, are they going to pair another guy with, with those two? So this is interesting, man. This is definitely interesting. I think that at this point, Jalen McDaniels has to be back. And if you do not, you know, have the ability to bring him back, then that's ultimately a failure of the Sixers front office because, you know, Shake Milton's all but gone. George Niang is now gone. I think Reed will be back. And I think Daryl Morey right now is handling this situation correct in terms of James Harden. But, you know, there's guys out here I just don't know if the Sixers have enough room right now to even sign anybody. Someone's saying Chris Haynes bomb. Somebody's saying Chris Haynes bomb. By the way, guys, a thousand plus people in here. Hit the like button in the chat. Let's get the 500 likes, man. Let's push this show around. We've been here live for what, an hour and a half? We're going to keep going. Guys got to hit the like button, man. All right, let's go back to Woj. Let's refresh. And there it is. There it is. I expected it. I expected it. Chris Middleton returning to the Milwaukee Bucks on a three-year, $102 million deal. These guys won a championship just a few years ago. I expected Middleton to stay with Giannis. And now the question is, will they be able to bring Brooke Lopez back? Or will he cash in for more elsewhere? I think the Rockets could be a definitely a favorite spot for Brooke Lopez. Let's go. The Rockets have a ton of castings. I'm telling you right now, based on these deals, because look, Chris Middleton just got $40 million, right? 
Or no, he got what, like 33, 34, 35? Based on these deals right now, man, everybody's getting overpaid, which usually happens. Somebody else is about to get overpaid big time by the Houston Rockets. That's my next prediction here. The Rockets have not done anything yet. They are either going to get Fred Van Vliet or they are going to get Brooke Lopez for a hefty, hefty price. Hefty price. That's my next prediction. That's my next prediction. Pont Flair with a $5 Super Chat says, RB, Mantis Sleep, Maury needs to come on. Come on, Sixers. Everybody's getting scooped up. They're saying Maury's using the Mantis Sleep Mask Pro. Maybe he's watching the show, man. Maybe he's been watching the show. Maybe he's got to tap in with uh with Mint Mobile, man. Shout out to our partner of today's show, Mint Mobile, man. Check them out down below. Maybe he's got to tap in on the burner phone and switch to Mint Mobile for as low as $15 per month, man. <laughs> Yo, you guys are going crazy in the chat. Appreciate everybody being in here, man. You guys are saying Woj on top of Woj bombs right now. To be honest, man, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm scared to, though. I feel like something crazy is going to happen. Woj bombs back to back to back three in a row, says the chat. All right. So Chris Middleton back to Milwaukee on a three-year, $102 million deal. We just had George Niang sign with the Cavaliers. Okay, man. What is next? What is next? We got Kyrie Irving back to the Mavs. Everything's dropping right now. Everything is dropping right now. Let's go back to uh, let's go back to Woj. Let's see what's going on here. Holy smokes, man! They are coming like crazy right now. Jakob Pertl has agreed on a four-year, eighty million dollar contract to stay with the Toronto Raptors. Pertl is represented by Michael Tellum and Sam Goldfeder of Excel Basketball. Deal includes a player option. $20 million for Jakob Pertl? What do we think about that deal, man? Jakob Pertl's a nice piece. $20 million, though? Like I said, I, I'm just going to keep expecting it. I'm going to keep expecting it because these guys are, are getting a lot of money. Toronto did give up a first-round pick to acquire Jakob Pertl at the deadline, so I figured he would be back, but... You know, I'm not really sure what Toronto's direction is, right? They have a new coach, not one of the big names. Fred Van Vliet is likely to leave, in my opinion. And then Gary Trent, you know, he opted into his deal. Maybe a little bit of a stretch for Pirtle, but he is a good piece. So, And they did give up a first-round pick. You hear that, Daryl? They gave up a pick to get him, so they might have to retain him. I don't know what the direction is for Toronto, though. I thought they were maybe going to retool a little bit, but, you know, it's not a terrible signing. Not a terrible signing. Then the other deal that just happened, Cam Johnson has agreed on a four-year, $108 million deal to stay with his boy, Michael Bridges, and the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets keep a young cornerstone acquired in a deadline deal with the Suns. That's a great, uh, great signing by the Brooklyn Nets. Maybe a bit of an overpay, but Cam Johnson and Michael Bridges have good chemistry, and they are, in my opinion, definitely worth it as a young core to build around. If it doesn't work out eventually, you know, you got to move one of them. But Rob in the chat says, this is the atmosphere that created the Toby contract. Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. I mean, 
This is uh this is I mean this is why I love this free agency day every year. This show is amazing. Let's go. Cause not only are you seeing these guys go to different teams, but the amounts, like it's it's shocking. But it's exciting. We're still waiting on some Sixer news. The only thing we got so far is that George Niang has left the Sixers and is joining the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cam Johnson back to the Nets. The Sixers are literally sleeping. I don't even want to see what Sixers Twitter is saying right now. I know they're probably losing their minds. And and probably a lot of them are up in here in the chat. So thank you for being here. 1,100 people in the chat. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, sir. Guys, get this to 1,000 likes, man. We're dropping content every single day. Welcome into the show. We're live reacting here. All the news, updates, and rumors. It is Free Agency Friday. And we have a $5 super chat from Sean Quigg, Fire Take Goat. Shout out to all the members. He says, funny what five lousy quarters did to James Harden and the Sixers. If the Sixers win game six, none of this happens, and the offseason looks very different. I agree 110% with Sean Quigg. But that is honestly how this game goes. That's how the, the current day age of the NBA is that's how the culture is right every little thing like there guys don't like to stay with the same teams anymore teams don't like to, to keep it together a long time and you know you look at the Sixers who have been in the same spot stuck in the mud for five six years now and you start to wonder right something's got to happen but it's true like if the, if the Sixers finally got past the second round and got to the conference finals maybe we're having a completely different convo Maybe Doc doesn't get fired. James doesn't want to trade. It's crazy, man. But that is how the NBA is, and it's a wild league, and I'm here for all the madness. I'm here for all the madness. I know people out there are frustrated right now. They want more to do something. But based on what these guys are earning right now, the Sixers just do not have really any space to go out and do something. But we are getting a ton of signings right now. And we're waiting. We're waiting to see what happens here. Let's see if uh, Chris Haynes has anything new. See if Chris Haynes has anything. Nothing on Woj front right now. We'll get back to the phones in a second. Oh, wow. I didn't see this one, man. Joe Ingles signing with the Orlando Magic. I thought Joe Ingles would go to a contender, but now he, here he is. You know, he, he was with the Milwaukee Bucks, got injured, and he's been injured over the years, and now he's going to Orlando. Interesting signing. I want, I want to see what the terms of this deal is. Joe Ingles would have been an interesting piece depending on the price point, but maybe he got a bag from Orlando. Maybe he got a bag from Orlando. I don't know, man. Interesting. Interesting. Somebody said good things come to those who wait. I hope so. I hope so. All right, guys, call into the show, 508-924-3784. I'm going to go to the bathroom for 30 seconds to a minute. In that time period, five signings will probably happen, but we will react to all of it when I get back here in just a second. If anything happens, you guys drop a Woj bomb in the chat, drop a Shams bomb, and we'll be back. Hold on, let me check before I leave, because, you know, something crazy is about to happen. Then we'll get to some callers. But yeah, this, this free agency is just madness right now. What's going on with Shams Charani? Is he, why is he a little bit quiet, man? 
Why is he, why is he so quiet right now? All right, so nothing new right now. All right, we're going to get to the phones when we get back in a second. Drop your thoughts in the chat. What has been the craziest signing so far? What has been the wildest move? What do you think will happen next? Call into the show, 508-924-3784. We will be right back, man, in just a minute. Let's go. Let's go. All right, man. We are back. Shout out to all the people that stayed in. If you left, you're a fraud. Let's get it going, man. Let's get it back going, man. People are, uh, if they're clickbaiting in the chat, man, time them out. We don't need any fake rumors and reports. All right, let's get this going. We got a $5 super chat from Pop Flair. It says, do not trade Maxi. What do you guys think? Is Maxi untouchable or what? Is Maxi untouchable? Let me know in the chat. Pop Flair, appreciate it, man. How do we still not have 500 likes, man? Drop a like on the stream. We're about to get to some phone line callers. Had to had to empty the tank. You know what I mean? It's been we've been streaming for a while here. Been streaming for a while. A lot of a lot of madness going on. All right, let's go back to Woj. Let's refresh here. See if we got anything going on. Bro, what? Twitter was glitching out for a second. I think Twitter's broken right now, man. All these moves. We just got a, a free agent signing right here just now. Trey Jones, free agent Trey Jones, has agreed to a two-year, $20 million deal with the San Antonio Spurs. Ooh. 
That's a, that's a pretty good pickup for the Spurs, man. They were looking for a guard, obviously, you know, trying to get back into contention. Still decently young. I like Trey Jones. Obviously, Ty Jones got traded. I like it, man. Pomflair says, I sent two Super Chats. All right, my fault. Let me get to the other one, man. Pomflair, $5 Super Chat. He says, where are the Sixers trade talks, rumors, something, anything? It's silent. Trey James or Toby or both do something. I hear the frustration, man. I get it. I get it. I understand the frustration. At the end of the day, though, I just don't know what people are expecting the Sixers to do right now with some of these contracts that are coming out. I don't expect them to overpay for these free agents. I would expect them to try to bring McDaniels back. But they are definitely handicapped with the James Harden situation and with the Tobias situation as well. So, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll get some more talks on a James Harden trade here, but other than that, I don't really know what, what the Sixers can do right now. But yeah, Trey Jones, two-year, $20 million deal with the Spurs. Let's see what Shams says. We got anything there. Let's see. Nothing from Shams 18 minutes ago. Let's check on Chris Haynes. 15 minutes ago. All right, so we got a little break in action. A little break in action. Call into the show, 508-924-3784. Give me your thoughts on free agency. Will the Sixers ever do something? Let's go back to the phones, man. 805 on the line. 805, what up? What's going on, RP? What up, man? Hey, listen, let me, hey, let me give you a little information. I don't know if anyone has mentioned it um, in regards to why James Harden made this demand after opting in. Harden was angry with Maury and the Sixers um, front office because he felt that the Sixers did not deal early enough with him in regards to letting him know what their free agency uh, uh, plans were. And he didn't like the fact that the Sixers kept him in the dark this long. And the reason the Sixers did keep him in the dark is because last year, the penalties that the Sixers suffered for so-called tampering with PJ and whoever else, Maury was reluctant to really discuss things ahead of time like he did last year. See, Harden was expecting the Sixers to just like, hey, hey, let's talk about this and get this worked out real early. But Harden didn't understand that Maury is really apprehensive about getting in trouble again. That's why he didn't speak a lot about free agency to Harden. Harden didn't like that. And that's what kicked him off. And and that's so that's definitely a fair argument. Is... No, that's a fair point. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, for sure. And and I definitely heard that. And I do think that's a fair point. Uh, at the end of the day, I do think that these agents talk, and I do think that there is a lot of conversations that are had behind the scenes. Um, Facts. You know, I, I don't think that James Harden should be expecting to go out, you know, and, and get a four year max deal. You know, maybe he tried to test the waters a little bit, but he saw that there was not a lot of interest. Um, so I, I just don't understand how it gets to that point. I get what you're saying, but with the relationship of James Harden and Daryl Morey, I just don't get how it would get to that point, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that what he expected was them to do something better for him after him right. taking that deal last year, the team-friendly deal. Yeah. But what Harden is not understanding is your current market value 
commands at maybe two years max, maybe a, a, a player option for the second year, but certainly two years, no more than $65 million. Right. And, you and know, he doesn't understand that's his current market. And I want to add on to that. You know, first off, Business 101 here, you know, don't ever discount yourself and take a $14 million pay cut, right? You're still making 30-plus million, but James Harden's the Back. one that took the pay cut. It's not the Sixers that went to James Harden and said, please take this pay cut. Like, it was also a majority of James Harden being a good teammate and saying, I want to win. I want to get other pieces in here that we are familiar with. So I can't look at it right. as the Sixers saying, oh, you know, we had some kind of a deal here that next year we're going to reward you. No, I mean, this is a year-to-year leak. You know, so I don't think people can right. keep using that as, oh, well, James Harden should be frustrated. No, he shouldn't be. You know, don't take the discount then that's, if you don't want to. That's right. I agree with you 100%. Absolutely. But either way, him doing the Sixers like this, I see it two ways. One, okay, thank you, James Harden, for opting in and saying, hey, let's do this as a trade so that we can get something back. Right. I do respect that. But the fact that he thinks that he can just walk out and get on a contending team mm -hmm. who needs a point guard that bad and walk away from this opportunity that he has to give Nick Nurse a chance after he told Nick Nurse, hey, um, I, I'm intrigued by what you would do with me, how you would use me, yep. and how you plan to run this team. And then he is certainly influential. He may not be the core reason that uh, Rivers was fired, but he was influential in that firing. Yes. You set that ball into motion, and then you back out. Yeah. That's like somebody, that's like a pyromaniac, man. He <laughs> sets the fire uh, and walks away and, and, look at it and joins the crowd to watch the building burn. That's yeah. how I see him. Exactly. I think that's messed up. Yep, and, and that's what but, a lot of people have said about him in, in the past. So it's just frustrating, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, RB. Thank you, yep. brother. I keep watching you, keep supporting you, and I keep enjoying the content. Thanks so much, man. Great caller right there. Guys, rate that call in the chat. One being the worst call, 10 being a fire call right there. What do you guys think about that? Do you agree? Is James Harden to blame here? Like, is James Harden expecting too much, commanding too much? James Harden, at the end of the day, took a pay cut. James Harden took the pay cut, not Daryl Morey saying, oh, you have to take a pay cut. No, no. James Harden took the pay cut. You took a $14 million pay cut to get two guys that you were familiar with, and you tried to help the team. That is a great resemblance on your character, being a great teammate. But the Sixers are not indebted to you to reward you after getting the same result for the sixth year in a row. So I, I agree with the caller. I think it's a great point. And especially with the coaching stuff, it was reported that they did meet. I mean, who knows what happened behind closed doors, but you know what, what were those conversations like? And, and it's really surprising to me that he does want to leave once again, because he's not going somewhere to get an extension right now. He's going to have to test free agency again next year. And Daryl Morey has always been the guy, the guy that traded for him from OKC, the guy that brought him here to Philly. He has always had the best interest of James Harden in mind. So to me, this thing went south either between those two or really between James Harden and Nick Nurse. And it is, it is, uh, it's surprising. It is surprising. And I just I think the Sixers are handling this right because to, you know, provide value for this team going forward, you just could not give Harden a four year contract. And and shout out, by the way, to, you know, all these little Harden stands again, I don't even really engage with them that much anymore, but they swore on everything. Oh, James Harden's got to get the max. Sixers got to give him the max. They got to keep here. No, they don't. No, they don't.
because you got Tobias on an expiring deal. You got James Harden, who could be on the way out. And you're looking at 2024 with Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, and a ton of cap space, and hopefully some more draft picks if you end up trading both of them. So that's where the Sixers are at. They don't have to give James Harden anything. And honestly, it's just, it's interesting to see. It's interesting, man. So, you know, James Harden bet on himself. That's fine. You know, Houston didn't give him what he wanted. Anyway, let's go back to the phones, man. Got me out here on a tangent. Let's go to, uh, let's go to the 215. 215, what up? Yo, what's up, yo? Yo, How you doing, man? Doing good. How about you, man? Not much. I'm chilling, man. How you feeling, man? Um, you know, what do you think that is realistic for James Arnger? What are you looking for? My bad. Yeah, turn that down in the background. Um, so I, th- I think the Harden trade could go one of two ways, actually. I think Daryl Morey is going to ask very high. He's going to try to get a star in return yep. like a Paul George. And I don't think, as of right now, based on the reporting, that that's going to happen. So I think what's going to eventually happen is he acquires a young piece, maybe like a Terrence Mann. He acquires a couple draft picks to try to give the Sixers a restock on their draft capital and then get some role players, maybe on expiring deals, you know, again, to try to create this cap space for 2024 and to surround Embiid and Maxi with actual players that fit. That's what I think right now. But again, a team could come out of nowhere. I like the Chicago Bulls as a potential team, for example, but it all depends on what those teams do because the Sixers don't have much leverage right now with that deal. Okay, okay. So do you think, like, besides that, do you think besides the Clippers, do you think there's another team that you're thinking in your mind that be like, hey, I might take a flyer on this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I may take a flyer on this guy. Can I, can I see what I can offer? What, what do you see? I mean, I, I don't really see that happen. I think they're going to try to move James Harden, uh, you know, one, to where they can get the most talent right now and, and the most draft capital. And you're seeing all these other teams make moves and you're seeing all these teams who are kind of set already. I mean, what other teams are out there that are willing to acquire a 34-year-old James Harden right now? I don't think there's as many okay. options as people believe. So you don't – so I'm, I'm just asking. So you don't think uh, Tyler Hero – can come on over here and some other pieces from down there to come up here. You not see that coming or what is your, yeah, I I wouldn't see that happening to be honest. I don't think Pat Riley is going to trade for James Harden. Okay. Okay. So now we won't stop with James Harden. We're going to go right to Tobias. I mean, I have a lot of good trades in mind, but I ain't going to blurb it out. But what in your right mind think that you think that a trade your scenario would be the best or, you know, like accurate trade. Yeah, you got to get a better fit. You just got to get a better fit. Guy that can rebound and and shoot, really. Okay, okay. I was, well, for me, I was thinking like Dorian Finney, you know what I'm saying, from from the Mavs and get some other players or, you know, try to get somebody that, that can, you know, Get a couple of role players off the bench and, yeah. you know, get a competent three, but I honestly really don't know at this point. Yeah. The Sixers team is falling into shambles into pieces, you know, and it's it's not it's not something that we all like to like to see. Yeah. Yeah. The Harden trade will probably uh, you know, lead to the rest of it and appreciate the call, man. 
Um, the Harden trade is going to be the domino that has to fall. Either trade or stay. And honestly, at this point, you never know, right? They could say, all right, the team is repairing things and they're going to work this partnership out, which I don't want to happen at this point because James Harden is already uninvested. So I don't think that it would be smart to bring him back. But you're running out of options here as these guys continue to sign. So you got to make a decision. Got to make a decision. Fernando Morales with a $5 Super Chat says, Sixers fans are ungrateful, and that's why the team won't win the championship. You will lose hard now, and B will follow soon. Have fun rebuilding. See, and that's spoken like somebody that has not watched the Sixers for a long time. That is spoken like somebody who tunes in once every 42 games, looks at the box score or you know twice a week, and doesn't care. Fernando, I appreciate the Super Chat, but uh, let's be honest. You don't care about the Sixers. Because if you had been through everything that this organization has gone through, you have watched the tumultuous downfall in terms of missing on draft picks and the drama and the divas, you would not be saying that. Sixer fans have every damn right for supporting this team, buying merchandise, going to games. They have every damn right to feel this way. Every right to feel this way. They are tired of watching guys flop in the playoffs they are tired of watching this team six damn years in a row not be able to get past the second round so get that shit and get it out of here because it is ridiculous that's the fact that it matter man spoken like a true guy that, that does not watch the sixers you watch every every 24 games and you watch the box score and you get the alerts but you don't watch the team you're not invested so get that out of here man all right, let's go back to uh, to Shams and Woes. Let's see what's going on, man. Still nothing, man. Quiet on all fronts. They came with all the news, and then boom, quiet. Trey Jones, the last thing from 15 minutes ago. Shout out to S. Dot in the chat. What's up, S. Dot? Estot always tapping in, showing love. Wayne Jr. says, I like Terrence Mann and picks. Need a third team. Yeah, guys, call into the show and give me your trade ideas. You know, people are calling and asking me my trade ideas. Give me your trade ideas. Is there an underrated move that you would like or an underrated move that you think would put this Sixers team in a much better position? Let me know what you think, man. So far, all we got is uh, George Niang signing with the Cleveland Cavs. I want to know if the Struess deal was confirmed or not. I don't know the Cavs cap situation, but do they have uh, the amount of space to sign both Struess and George Niang? Now, I do agree that some Sixer fans, you know, they look at George Niang or other players and they think they absolutely bring no value. George Niang brings value. He just, there's certain limitations that you have to come to terms with and accept and those will, you know, define him as a player and prevent him from taking that next stoop, that next step. But, you know, Georgia Yang was a pretty prolific shooter for the Sixers off the bench. It's not like he did absolutely nothing. And my favorite thing about Georgia Yang, other than just being a cool dude, is that he actually hit the big shots, right? He wasn't afraid to pull the trigger in the fourth quarter, unlike most of the people on this team. Most of the most of the players on his team are are pump faking in the corner with five minutes to go in a big game. You give George Niang the ball, he's going to let it fly from anywhere. 
And that, that's what I will miss about George Yang. But at the end of the day, he is a disposable piece. And, you know, there are other valuable players out there. Somebody said, has Fred Van Vliet signed yet? No, I, I do not. Uh, I do not see anything on Van Vliet or Brooke Lopez. I want to know what the Rockets are doing right now, because I'm waiting for the Rockets to kind of just drop two signings here. You know, they got a lot of money. Actually, we hold up. We got. Um, Brett Siegel just dropped a tweet here on. Uh, on Fred Van Vliet, actually, as we're talking about it, he says there's a growing belief that Fred Van Vliet could be returning to the Toronto Raptors, will be returning. No decision has been made by Van Vliet and his camp. So I believe the Houston Rockets are in a position where they have to use a certain amount of that $60 million in cap space. And the belief was that they were going to bank in on Van Vliet and maybe Brooke Lopez to surround some of that young core, right? Like the KPJs or, or the Jalen Greens and Sangoon and all those boys. They have Ime Udoka now running the running the charge, but I don't know what the Rockets are doing. They haven't made one move yet. So we'll see. Woj Bomb says the chat. We got another signing. All right. Let's go back to it. Woj Bomb. Guys, we need 10 more likes to get the 500. Drop those likes in the chat, man. Welcome on in. Thank you all for being here. Let's refresh this. Nothing in terms of Woj. See what Shams has. There it is. Wow, look at that, man. Wow. Free agent guard Gabe Vincent has agreed on a three-year, $33 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Vincent's agent, Bill Neff, negotiated the new deal for a tremendous undrafted success. Now, again. You guys are probably out there saying, yo, RB's a hater. I promise you I'm not hating. I am happy for Gabe Vincent, an undra another undrafted piece to get a bag, man. But $11 million for Gabe Vincent, is he going to start? Probably not. Nah, this is... I mean, these guys are just getting... They're, they're getting paid. They're getting paid. Gabe Vincent for $11 million per year. Shout out to Gabe Vincent for sticking to the grind. Gabe Vincent, the, the famous Sixer killer. Every time Gabe Vincent plays the Sixers, man, he goes off. Nobody knew who Gabe Vincent was before this finals except Sixer fans because he always used to go off on the Sixers. But, I mean, well-deserved with the way that he played. Obviously, I knew he was going to get paid, but, uh, you know, good contract for Gabe Vincent. And the Lakers cash in again. You know, they've picked up a couple pieces now. And that's kind of where they're at. That's where they're at. Somebody said, I think that's fair for Gabe Vincent. I mean, I guess so. Based on the market, it is. Based on the market, it is. You got to wonder what they're going to do with some of their other pieces. Somebody in the chat said Austin Reeves. Yeah, what's going on with Austin Reeves? What's going to happen with that, man? And now you, you got to think about what Miami is going to do, right? Everything's been, you know, bubbling up and leading up to a Damian Lillard to Miami scenario. But will Dame let them pull the trigger? I don't think so. I don't think so, man. That's my personal opinion. I would like to see Dame on a contender. I just don't think he's going to want to do it because he hasn't shown me any signs of it. 
Tyler in the chat says, I'm a C's fan and still listening to you. You tell it how it is. Thanks for the free agency updates. Shout out to Tyler, man. Thank you so much for being here. And shout out to all the fans out there that may not even be Sixer fans, but are just tapped into the show. Much love to everybody out there. We still got a thousand people watching right now. If you guys have not yet, do me one favor. Just drop a like on the stream and hit that subscribe button. We're pumping out content. How are you guys feeling about these signings so far? What time is it, man? 7.23 Eastern. We've almost been streaming for two hours. We'll probably go for like another half hour and then we'll we'll tap out. But any other updates, we'll uh, we'll be covering it for sure. Fernando in the chat says, I'm a James Harden fan. See, that explains it. That explains 100%. I get it now. You know, you don't watch Sixers. You, you watch James Harden. I get it, man. I get it. Um, James Harden stands are a different breed. I, I will say that. They are a different species because, um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Somebody said, what do I think about the McDaniels trade? Honestly, I think that right now it's looking like a failure. If you don't bring McDaniels back, because you traded Thibel, who was an all-defensive player, and I know he had his limitations, and then you gave away a pick as well, and you said you had the intention of re-signing Jalen McDaniels. So if you don't bring him back, man, that is a failure on the Sixers' part. That's my thoughts. Leah says, how do you feel if we can get uh, De'Aaron Fox? Honestly, I would love to have him. That's not happening. Kings are uh, building their way. I thought the Kings were in in store for potentially Kyle Kuzma, but Kuzma got a bag to return to Washington. And now Kuzma's probably going to pull a Bradley Beal. I know he doesn't have the no trade clause, but uh, Kyle Kuzma in a year will probably be a trade piece. And, you know, it'll be a hefty contract. And they'll try to move it. I'm surprised that the Wizards brought back Kyle Kuzma. The Wizards are trying to thin out their roster. They're trying to essentially get a lot of cap space and acquire young talent and get as many picks as possible. And they brought back Kyle Kuzma. I'm, I'm surprised on that for $30 million. I'm surprised on that. But anyway... Let's go ahead and uh, let's see if we got any other rumors going. If you guys, again, want to call into the show, 508-924-3784. We'll get to a, a caller here while we're waiting. Let's go to the 703. 703, what's up? Yo. Hello? Yo. Hi. What up? So, what what do you think about a Maxi Brunson backcourt? I, I would love do it. Do you want that? I would love it, but it's not going to happen, most likely. I don't think Harden goes to the Garden. But like, if, if you were the Knicks, would you do, like, Harden? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No? No, no way. If the Knicks would someone, I'd do that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll do it, though, unfortunately. And I do not want Julius Randle. No parts of that, please. Yeah, if we're trading... With the Knicks, I don't want anyone except Brunson. Yeah, and and that would just be silly on their part to even consider that. So there's limited options, man, more than people think. I'm telling you. Maybe maybe the Heat now go for James Harden now that Gabe Vincent's off the board, but you never know, man. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe we could trade Melton for someone because he has some value and he's on an expiring deal this next season. So... Like, if we could trade him for, like, some sort of value, that might be pretty good because I think he's going to get the bag next offseason. So. 
Yeah. It would be nice to get Yeah, you're probably right. I, I just don't know what you're going to get back for Melton other than maybe some draft compensation. I mean, you could get a player, but are, are they going to provide more value than DeAnthony Melton? That's the question. Yeah. Yes. They, they might be able to add him in like a Harris or Harden yeah. trade maybe. Yeah. Get someone. Yeah, that could definitely be a, a, a consideration for sure. All right, man. Appreciate the call. How are we feeling in the chat, man? What's what's the vibe check out there? What's the vibe check out there? Do you think Maury is an overrated GM? Unbiased opinion only. Personally, I think that Daryl Maury, again, has had to clean up a huge mess here in Philadelphia created by the previous regime. But at the same time, if Daryl Maury does not nail this offseason, then he definitely does deserve criticism. I think Daryl Maury always sticks to his guns, and I think he tries to get what he wants. And for that, I commend him. Like, he's not just going to cave in. He's not just going to sit there and, and just say, all right, well, you know, nothing else to do. There's no other alternatives. Let me just cave in and, and give it. Like, no, he's going to stick to his game plan, which I respect. But time to make this team better, man. And you have two potential trade chips out there that you got to work with to move. And, you know, they, they brought in a coach. And right now they have some decisions to make. They need to work on re-signing McDaniels. And they need to facilitate some type of trade. So we'll see what he can get back. But he has to nail this trade. 100%. 100%. Somebody said Brooke Lopez is going to leave the Bucks. I think he has to. I think if I'm the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm probably choosing Middleton over Brooke Lopez, you know, to keep him with Giannis because I think you can find another center. But, you know, Brooke Lopez is definitely, I mean, he's improved exponentially over the years. So. You know, you look at the Bucks situation, it's going to be hard to keep that core together like that. And I'm still waiting on the, the Houston Rockets. I think this Fred Van Vliet thing is going to be like the next turning point of this free agency. I thought it would have already dropped by now, but the Raptors re-signed Jakob Pertle. They have Gary Trent who opted in. They're obviously going to try to bring back Van Vliet if possible and keep, you know, running that thing. But... You know, the Houston Rockets still have not made any moves, and they have $60 million sitting there in cap space. So I think that it's going to be Van Vliet and Brooke Lopez to the Rockets. That's what my prediction would be, but maybe they only get one of them or none of them. So we'll see, man. And now you got to think with Gabe Vincent to the Lakers. Again, what does that do for the Miami Heat? What does that do for the Los Angeles Lakers in terms of, you know, Austin Reeves or D'Angelo Russell, guys like that? But right now the Sixers are just sitting uh, sitting tight, man. If you guys missed this earlier, for my Sixer fans out there, George Niang's the only news we got so far. He has agreed to a three-year, $26 million deal to head down to Cleveland. Niang leaves the Sixers for another Eastern contender. So, shout out to George, man. Happy for him. See what happens next. I wish the Sixers could just give us one more nugget of information. Just something to get this this fan base going because they obviously are on edge right now. Brooke Lopez can drop 30 on any given night. I agree. I mean, 
Brooke Lopez is a very, very good player. He has turned into a very, very good player. I'm just saying for the price point that he's about to get, you could get value at the center position elsewhere. But he's been he's been fantastic for for Milwaukee. And I'm surprised they gave they gave Middleton what 40 or 33 million, I think it was, 34. So we'll see, man. It's definitely been a wild free agency period. Definitely been a wild free agency period. Let's see if we can get Just looking for anything else, man. I don't see anything right now. I don't see anything. Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. In case you guys missed that, let's see what the chat's saying, man. What do you think the Sixers will do? Will they do anything today? I mean, Kyle Newbeck did report that it would be quiet. He did report that, so. We'll see, man. Vincent says, I've been a diehard Sixer fan since we drafted Stackhouse whole life, and I hate Sixer fans anymore and don't even think I want the team to win because of how bad the fans are. Damn. Sixer fans are now turning on each other. Let's see. Harden for Devin Booker works for both teams. Well, it doesn't work sense-wise. There's no way the Phoenix Suns would do that. If they did that, I mean, that just would not make any sense, to be honest. Kyrie sign and trade. I don't see it happening, man. I mean, the Mavs finally brought him back. That was the whole thing. You know, would Mark Cuban pay him or not? Would he cut the check? Oh, wait, we just got another signing. We got one. We got another one. Yuta Watanabe has agreed on a deal with the Phoenix Suns. I remember I put out a post on Twitter. If you guys haven't followed me, by the way, at RB Philly Take, I, uh, I put this out like two weeks ago. I said, who's an underrated free agent? Everybody was saying Yuta, Yuta the shooter. That's what they were calling him. That's a sick nickname. But now the Phoenix Suns bring in another piece. He was on the Brooklyn Nets last couple years. He can knock down some shots, man. I, I wonder what the terms of this deal was. Again, the Suns, I mean, they got, you want to talk about a budget, man. You want to talk about a budget. Phoenix Suns are working on a very, very tight budget right now. They are working on a very tight budget. They're like, yeah, we can't give you really much, but we can give you a chance to win a championship and to play with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal. How about that? How about that? So Watanabe heading to the Phoenix Suns. They get another pickup. That's like six at this point. They're just going to keep trying, man. They're going to keep trying. They're out here on their last couple dollars, man. Just They're going out just trying to... Sell guys on the street at this point, but we got that. And then we also got the terms of the Joe Ingles deal, I believe. So now the terms of the deal are going to start coming out more. We got Joe Ingles here, two-year, $22 million. So that explains right there why he went to Orlando. We were talking about that earlier. You know, could he have potentially been a piece for the Sixers? Eh, probably not. 
because again, they don't know yet if they're going to have the non-taxpayer mid-level, right? Which is 12.4 million based on this whole James Harden stuff. So thank you to James Harden for handicapping the Sixers right now. And really they can't do much. uh, Joe Ingles would have fit right into that price point, but I guess they didn't know in time. And, you know, Joe Ingles goes to the magic, a a more, you know, young type of team where he'll probably have more of a role than he did, but he got a bag. That's what all these guys are getting, man. They're getting paid ace. All these guys are getting paid, all these role players. So that's where it's at, man. Let's go. $5 super chat from Kenny the Jet Smith. He says, in any three-team Harden deal involving the Clippers and whoever Bones Highland would have to be involved, I think. Let me read that again. In any three-team Harden deal involving the Clippers and whoever, Bones Highland would have to be involved, I think. Okay, so Bones Highland would have to be in a, in a three-team deal. Could this end up being a three-team deal? That would get messy, man. I would end up getting messy. I've seen some some proposals with James Harden and Tobias included. I've seen James Harden and PJ Tucker included. I've seen other guys included. What if the Sixers don't end up trading anybody? And they say, all right, James, you got to come back. Sorry, we're not granting your wish to go to L.A. Matter of fact, what if they tell him, yeah, we're trading you to Detroit. You're going to the Pistons. We'll take Bogdanovich back. How about that? How about that? Oh, man. Let's see. Real Royal says, thank you, Tobias, for handicapping the Sixers for four years. Sixer fans are losing it in the chat. William Kennedy says Dylan Brooks would potentially be a good bench piece for us. But again, I I mean, based on what we're seeing right now, I think Dylan Brooks is probably going to get a bag as well. I think Dylan Brooks is probably going to get a payday as well. Right now, it's looking like this uh, proposed trade from Kevin O'Connor might be the wave, man. James Harden and P.J. Tucker for Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, Rocco Batum, and two first-rounders. Maybe that's where we're at. Wojbomb, Shake Milton. Uh-oh. We got another one going. There's no way Shake resigned. I'll tell you that. There's no way he resigned. Let's see where Shake Milton's going. There it is, man. Shake Milton has agreed to a deal with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And there it is, man. So George Yang is gone. Shake Milton is gone. And now it's all up to Jalen McDaniels. Now it's all up to Jalen McDaniels and Paul Reed. So that's where we're at, man. <laughs> what are the Sixers going to do, man? Who are they going to get? Who are they going to get? And I know, I know Shake Milton for some reason is like a f- uh, fan favorite out there. I'm sorry, man. Shake Milton never panned out the what he was supposed to be. I thought he was going to be a potential sixth man of the year at one point. The guy just never panned out. Maybe part of that is he didn't have enough opportunity, but my problem with Shake Milton was that there's always times I can remember where he just was not aggressive enough. He was not assertive enough 
He has the skill set. He has it in there. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up averaging 14 a game for the Timberwolves. But he, he never showed that with Philadelphia. And that's what frustrated me about Shake Milne. I know he has the skill set to be good, really good. But I just never saw it, man. Of course, Sixers Twitter's losing their mind. What was the terms of this deal? So the Sixers have currently lost two players. I figure that Shake Milton was done. I, they probably didn't even uh, offer him a contract, but for a second-round pick, what year was that? Was that 2018 for Shake Milton? Just never panned out, man. Never panned out. Here it is. Two-year, $10 million contract with the T-Wolves. So that's a bargain, in my opinion, based on what I'm seeing these other guys get, but you know, the reason he only got $5 million annual value is because he doesn't play that much. He hasn't done much. I think Sixer fans overrate Shake Millen, to be honest. At certain times, Shake Milton would go on these stretches where it'd be like, all right, he's got it back, and then it would just disappear. It would just disappear. And, and shout out to D Green in the chat, man, one of our great channel members. He says that 39-point game against a fully loaded Clippers team had me hopeful. That was the game, man, against Doc Rivers. Like I was like, all right, Shake is that dude. He's that dude. I want that Shake Milton on the team. But never saw it again. Never saw it again. Somebody in the chat, shout out to uh, HRT, said get Seth back. Yo, what would Sixer fans think about Seth Curry back on the Sixers? Unfortunately, the injury history continues to pile up, but I would love Seth back on the Sixers, man. I don't know what his market is like. I haven't heard much news surrounding Seth Curry, but I mean, there are certain players that are just perfect fits with Joel Embiid with the dribble handoff, and Seth Curry is one of those players. He's actually one of the best shooters all time in the NBA, percentage-wise. And, yeah, man, I, I would love Seth back. I don't know what the market is for him, though. I don't know if the Sixers can get him, just like every other player. Somebody said Trez bet on himself to be a Shanghai Shark. I don't know if Trez is going to get signed. I don't know if he's actually going to get a contract or not from anybody, unless he just got signed by somebody. But, um, yeah, so Shake Milton is gone, and George Niang is also gone. So who's the Sixers bench going to be now? Who's the Sixers bench going to be? We rocking with Jaden Springer and maybe Ricky Council and Terquavion Smith or what? I keep believing that the Philadelphia 76ers are going to compete this year because they brought in a coach who wants to win now. And, you know, the Sixers want to continue to take a step in, and they've been so close to the conference finals. But so far, I mean, until they figure this James Harden thing out, I don't know what is really going to happen. Realistically, I, I really don't, man. I really don't. <laughs> Somebody said Daryl Morey slept through his alarm. Oh, man. <laughs> 
set an alarm for uh for five fifty eight p.m. and he's still sleeping, man. I really I wonder what the Sixers are doing right now. I wonder I wonder what Daryl Morey's doing. Is he just at his desk, just like watching TV, and you know he's got Twitter up on one screen and FaceTime and a GM or what? <laughs> Somebody said Ferk's got to be out the door. Yo, attach Ferk onto any trade, man. That's another one that didn't work out. Furkan's another one, man. A first round pick for Furkan Korkmaz. I just, I'll never understand. There are Furkan stands too, man. Here's what Derek Bodner just had to say on Twitter regarding the Sixers. He says, with Shake Milton and George Niang both signing today, that leaves the Sixers' summer possibilities as Paul Reed, who I do believe will be resigned, James Harden trade, which will probably warrant some assets back in return, Tobias Harris question mark, and the mid-level exception, probably the $5 million taxpayer unless significant salary trimmed in possible Harden-Harris trade. So what he is saying here, you know, if you don't have any knowledge of like the the cap situation and the CBA, again, what we try to do here, obviously, we react to stuff and and give you the news, but try to make it a little more understandable as well. Um, right now, the Sixers are probably going to be in the tax as a team. They're going to hit that apron now. If they were to essentially salary dump James Harden and maybe Tobias Harris, maybe then they would be available to have the non-taxpayer mid-level of $12 million, or it might be a little bit less with the final numbers. Um, But you would probably think that the Sixers are are going to get pieces back in return to equal the salaries of Harden in a trade or Tobias. So uh, it seems like the Sixers are going to be a tax team or very close to the line. And yeah, they just don't have a lot. That's why, uh, who was it? Brian Tapork wrote a couple weeks ago that, you know, the Sixers might actually benefit more from having Harden than not having him. And I'll pull up that article here from a couple weeks ago. Here's what Brian Tapork wrote about. This is a great piece. We referenced it on a couple of our videos on Liberty Ballers. He said, if the Sixers outright salary dumped Harden, they would have the 12.4 non-taxpayer mid-level, but using it would hard cap them at the first apron, which means their payroll could not exceed 172 at any point for the entire season. The Sixers would likely aim to stay under the 165 million tax line, thus entirely resetting the clock on repeater tax. That's a whole other thing. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, they they don't have a lot of targets, and now they've lost a couple free agents. So really, you're gonna have to get some bench pieces back in a James Harden trade or Tobias Harris trade, and that's what you really have to bank on. Maybe that Clippers deal ends up being the best at this point. Maybe that ends up being the best at this point. D Green says, what are the thoughts on Mo Bamba to the Sixers? I believe Nurse and the new development staff would be best for him. I just don't see the Sixers making that type of move. I know he got waived, I believe, Mo Bamba, but yeah, I, I just don't see the Sixers going for another backup. I think Paul Reed is the target at the backup five, and I think that's where they're at at this point in time. But they got to get more shooters. They got to get a sniper. I still would love, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen now, but the Utah Jazz trade that I proposed where Tobias gets sent to the Utah Jazz and in return the Sixers somehow find a way to get either, you know, Clarkson and Olenek or maybe Taylor Horton Tucker as well. I think that, that would be great for the Sixers. I think Clarkson would be a sniper off the bench. But the Utah Jazz went out 
Clarkson opted into his his player option and they went out and traded for John Collins, which is another massive contract. And I just don't think that the Utah Jazz would even be interested now, you know, in in uh, acquiring another big contract. So I don't know, man. That's where we're at. That is where we're at. Let's see if we got anything else on the Sixers. Everybody's frustrated about Shake Milton. I don't I don't understand why why the Sixers are are frustrated about Shake Milton. I don't understand why. He didn't produce. He didn't produce, man. I will say Daryl Morey has to absolutely nail this trade now. He's got to absolutely nail this James Harden trade if they do indeed go forward with it because you're getting limited right now, man. Sixers are just in a tough spot, man. Especially when you don't have the draft capital either. It's not like you can negotiate with these teams and and throw in things to sweeten the deal. Like you just really don't have much at your disposal. And that's why at the beginning of the offseason I said I was actually a little bit surprised that they didn't even entertain the idea of moving, say, Embiid, Harden, and just getting rid of it and blowing it up because, you know, again, I know Joel Embiid is such a special talent, but if it goes south this year, then, you know, you're going to have to eventually blow it up. And, you know, you just, you're going to have to acquire as many assets as possible, which the Sixers are just limited on right now. But I feel like I'm just kind of talking in circles at this point. I mean, there's not much else I can say. This has been a great show for sure. Just reacting to these. Uh, news and rumors we've been at it two and a half hours now and if you guys missed the first part of the show be sure to go back and, and check that out as well we talked about the maxi extension and the james harden trade and different scenarios and and all that but right now man everything is quiet and i know what what's going to happen as soon as i get off here the sixers are probably going to re-sign Jalen mcdaniels but it's like damn man i feel like this is the case every single year man Every single year. <sighs> Let's go. I'm still very excited, man. Or excuse me. I'm still very surprised and excited to see what happened, you know, with uh, Van Vliet and Brooke Lopez. Like, I just, I, I don't, I think that's like really what's going to determine the rest of free agency. And I want to see what the Rockets do. They're they're really a key team right now. Lawrence Smith, shout out to you in the chat, man. Hayden Azanar with the $5 Super Chat says, look at Vin the Insider. I love Vin, man, uh, on Twitter. You know, I, I follow him and stuff, but let's be honest, man. Vin is, uh, he's not a real insider, man. He's not a real insider. He's funny, though. He definitely is funny. And he does get a lot of traction on Twitter. Like, he is, uh, I'm surprised, man. Like, 
it, it just goes to show. It just goes to show, um, you know, what you can do on, on Twitter. But, yeah, Vin's funny, man. He'll just he'll post anything against the wall and see what sticks. Um, it's pretty funny. If you guys haven't followed me on Twitter, though, man, at RB Philly Take, by the way, for anybody that may care or has tuned into the prior uh, Bleacher Report shows, we will be on two more Bleacher Report streams this upcoming week. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to be back on Bleacher Report twice this upcoming week, talking James Harden and Sixers free agency. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. And be sure to you know download the BR app, come back in and, and hang out with me. The more support we get there, the, the more we can grow. Let's see, man. Making Paul Reed a four would be good for our defense and rebounding if he can stay on the floor without fouling. That's a good point. And he's got to develop a jump shot. So got to develop a jump shot. But yeah, man, I'm not seeing much else. Not seeing much else, man. In Sixer World, George Niang signing a three-year deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers and Shake Milton signing a two-year deal with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that is where we are at. We still got almost a 1,000 people in here. I want to thank everybody for being here, man. Drop a like on the show. Subscribe. We drop videos every single day. And we do the live streams as well, man. Full year coverage. We are right here. Once again, shout out to Mint Mobile, man. Check them out down below. Maybe you have a phone plan where you're paying way too much money and you can switch for as low as $15 per month. They have a huge special going on right now up until July 14th. So check them out down below in the description. Come join the Discord. We're always talking in there as well. Even behind the scenes, follow me on Twitter, RB Philly Take. Follow the Instagram page, Philly Take with RB. And be sure to stay tapped in everywhere, man. But that's where we're at. We'll, we'll do one more uh, sweep here of the news, see if anything's going on. Drop a comment if you've been in here the whole show, man. Pat yourself on the back. Yes, sir. You guys are always killing it, man. You guys are always killing it, supporting the show. Let's keep growing. Um, Prince says they're, they're going to hit us with a random 3 a.m. tweet. They probably will, man. They probably will at like 11.40 tonight. They'll, uh, they'll announce a hardened trade. And we'll be back on here at, at 11.40. <laughs> Hopefully next time I'm not on the way out doing something when they drop this news. Diverse says, no, no Tobias, take up too much money. Trade him for the crumble cookie. Uh, D Green channel member, shout out to all the members in the chat. Marsha McCollum, thank you for being here, guys. We're... Got some special things coming for the members soon. Let's see. Um, somebody said, I want Luke Kennard. Jay Baller's been here the whole stream. Shout out to Jay Baller. Says, I've been here the whole show. Speed Demon in the house. Two funny dudes. What up, man? Secret Underdog's been here hanging out. Shout out to Secret and the rest of the mod squad. We got to wait and see. We'll see what happens with the Sixers, man. Hopefully something else comes about tonight. If anything happens, we'll be dropping a video on it, talking about it. But nothing in the Woj world. Let's see what let's see what Shams has going on here. Nothing going on with Shams. Let's see if we got anything more here. 
definitely go back and watch this show, man. A lot of, a lot of good, uh, info, a lot of good points here. And let's see, man, I don't see anything else. Dante DiVincenzo, I forgot about him. He's still in the market as well. He's still in the market as well. RB will have the Manta sleep when the noti. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm going to have the Manta sleep mask on. I'm not going to see the notification. I'm definitely going to have to black it out, man. Definitely going to have to black out my phone, man. Those notifications will uh, will go running wild, man. Tyler, shout out to you. Prince Manito, Pat Culp, Carter, man. Shout out to you. Ulysses, Speed Demon. When does free agency end? I mean, it doesn't end. You know, it just it's free agency. Uh, but today at 6 p.m. was the start of when deals could actually be announced. And I don't know how many deals were announced, but it was probably like at least 30. A lot of surprises as well in terms of, of money. Sean Quicks is big year for Springer with Shake and George gone. Yeah. And Nick Nurse, by the way, guys, we're going to be covering the Summer League this week. And the Sixers start Summer League on Monday. And Nick Nurse is actually coaching the team. Nick Nurse is actually coaching the team. Usually you get another coach that coaches Summer League. Nick Nurse is going to be out there with the Summer League guys. So I'm excited to see. Uh, what he does, you know, with Jaden Springer and the rest of these cats. So we'll be interesting to watch, man. We'll see how it all plays out. Once again, I want to thank everybody for being out here on the show. And uh, with that being said, man, we'll uh, we'll monitor. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. Philly take with RB. Tell your friends about it. Drop a like on the show if you've been here the whole time, man. Hit that subscribe button. Live free agency special reacting to all the news and rumors. It doesn't stop here. You know something's going to come eventually. And we know that Harden trade is going to progress. But when will it get settled? What will the return be? All these things we will continue to discuss right here on the show. Appreciate everybody tuning in. You guys have a great weekend. And I'll catch you on the next one, man. Peace.